0: Many fans and Netflix bingers, this is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, it's the end of the year, yes,
1: sir. It's the Bros Who Binge Awards, yeah, where you find out what's the best movies and the best TV, Bros Who Binge Awards. We're giving out best TV show of the year, best movie of the year, best TV actor of the year, best movie actor, best director, and best returning season of television, best debut. I am ecstatic. It's the end of the year award, baby. We had a big good year, Shuby. It was a great year for movie, great year for TV. Like, we we were in it, man, from the jump. And I, I'm excited more so for this upcoming year. Like, next week's episode, when we do our most anticipated? That's hype.
2: I mean,
0: it was definitely a great year for TV. One of the banner years of TV, I'd say. Um, for so many different reasons. But for movies? I don't know.
1: I, I, look, it was a good year for movies. I didn't see it all
0: either, so. Well, now
1: you see, that's your fault. Because I'm about to say it was a good year for movies like you had the Batman, you had fucking um, you had uh fresh, you had X, you had everything all at once everywhere. You had RRR, you had, um, oh, there's so many fucking movies. I'm not looking at my list right now, but you have the Northman. You have just movie after movie after movie, uh, the fucking, um, Black Phone, what's what's my fucking movie? Bullet bullet Train. Like, you have so many just good movies. No, I don't know if I could say it was a prestige movie year. I can just say they had a lot of good movies. Maybe not uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards or Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. There's none of those. Like, the big directors didn't come to play. That's this upcoming year. But in terms of, like, uh, blockbuster and unknown movies, it was a good year. Yeah,
0: I'll give you, it's better than last year.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Last year just had fucking uh, The Green Knight.
0: (laughs) But it's probably not as good as 2019.
1: Oh, no, no. 2019 was a good year for movies. That's once upon a time in Hollywood year. And like to end with Glass Onion, that's a big win. And I we're going to review Glass Onion. But to me, that's better than Knives Out. Like I, I fucking loved Glass Onion.
0: Yeah, we'll probably have to do that in the next one just to like give it the shine that we're going to need to talk about it. Because I mean, it was we'll great. Both, we'll, we'll, both mention some, we'll both mention it today. That's for sure.
1: Like it was, it was awesome. So like, yeah, oh yeah, to give it a full review, sure, sure, yeah, we can do it. We can do it next week. Uh-huh. Like, I'm still gonna talk about it because it was, it was that good. Like, it, it, it cracked the list. It's top. We're doing top ten movies. Uh, or did you have fifteen? I mean, I, I, I'm doing ten, 10. movies. Yeah, yeah. ten movies. Shows. Oh, fifteen shows. Okay, lit, lit, lit. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm ready. Whenever you are, we can get cracking.
0: Uh Well, the first things up on top we need to go over. Okay, is. Um, Two news stories. First one, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead confirmed as playing Hera Cindula in Ahsoka.
1: Ooh, that's lit.
0: Like, you know, all but confirmed by the, the, the more reputable sources, but it's been been out there. I knew that she was going to be in the show. That's
2: that super confirmed. lit.
0: And it only makes sense, because I mean, I remember when she got cast in the show, we were like, well, she's going to be something big.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, you're right. And, like, I guess it it makes sense for her to... I didn't be- know it was gonna be this big. Yeah, like, I mean, like, that's a big role for her, and for her to get it, good for her. We've been waiting for Mary Elizabeth Weinstead to get that role, role, and she finally got it, so good for her.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty uh, interesting role to play in the Ahsoka show. Uh, a lot of different dimensions gotta play. You gotta play the leader. You gotta play the best friend confidant. You gotta play a mother. Mm-hmm to so, play someone who's mourning a loved one.
1: Yeah. Are, do you think we're gonna get Kanan flashbacks?
0: Um, we should. I don't think so.
1: Why not? Like, like we it's should. It's not her it's not her, <laughs> it's not her
0: show. We're, I we're get, gonna get sell like, flashbacks.
1: But like, what if we see uh Ezra and like Ezra's thinking on his master? Or do you think that's more season two? That might be more season two, but I'm telling you, we're getting Kanan flashbacks at some point.
0: At least voiceover.
1: Yeah, got to.
2: He got to.
0: because um, I, you know, I, I don't think that he knows how to force ghosts. But he, mm, but he might
1: like because he's in. He's dead now. Like well, you I mean, don't that's, think
0: that's the whole premise of Obi Wan is that very few Jedi learn this power. Mm,
1: so you don't. So it's not when everybody dies they just turn to the ghost or they just like. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. like what the point of the Kenobi series was: is to be like, yeah, Qui Gon figured out how to do it.
1: Oh, so not everybody knows how to do it. Okay. Well, that makes more sense now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Or else they would all pop up. But I mean, like, because it's Ahsoka, you know, world between worlds, everything, anything's possible at any timeline. So,
1: Oh, we got to see him at least once. <laughs> at least once. I don't know
0: if it would be in the first season, but, like, I think what you're saying in the second season is possible.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, season two, run it. Like, I think we can get it season two. I do.
0: Maybe. But uh, let's... That's a big casting for Star Wars. Big news Huge. that rolled through during the holiday season. Uh, and then with DC, you know, big, James going out here. I mean, like James got saying
1: every night, every day, there's new DC shit. So like.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, there was a rumor that went out by someone that the Green Lantern show was going to get tossed. He commented on it and was like, that's false. Green Lantern show is still rolling
1: but see okay I don't
0: now is the same Green Lantern yeah that's what I'm gonna say I don't think
1: it's the same Green Lantern show like I think whatever Green Lantern show we get is gonna be the Green Lantern for the movies and I think it's gonna be Jon Stewart I just don't think we're gonna get a Green Lantern movie because Green Lantern works better in TV it just does
0: yeah because yeah the whole like uh Buzz Lightyear Star Command model
1: and you can and, and like you can tell the Sinestro core war better on television because there's multiple things like Green Lantern can be Game of Thrones for DC. It's political. It's history. It's lore. It's it's it, 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 it's so much just different shit on top of it could be a detective show, like on top of being detectives each week solving like it's some expansive. space yeah, exactly. Solving some space crime, you have the political expanse shit going on in the background.
2: Yeah.
1: Like really good call with expanse.
0: Um, But also what I've found out with that is that the VCU is going to give out an initial slate in January.
1: Hype. So hype for that. So hype for that.
0: So we'll get some answers answered here pretty soon. Uh, but yep. it's nice to see that James Gunn's out here. Just telling us, people this some shit. Something that gets along the way. Yep. Um, so, and then trailer-wise, Oppenheimer trailer came out. I mean, it wasn't anything, but really. It was really just a flash of all the people who are going to be in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. essentially.
0: <laughs> um, but it's going to be one of the bigger movies next year, I'm sure. Hopefully Bloody it doesn't flop. fucking
1: huge, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't flop, because, like, well, no, his last movie was great. I can't say that because Tenant was incredible. Yeah, Tenet, but yeah. but Dunkirk was not good. I stand on that. Not Dunkirk good. was whack. <laughs> like, I, I am not a Dunkirk fan, but if it's Tenant level, it'll be good. But to me, the thing is, it just looks so depressing and sad. <laughs> and I get right. it has to be because like, you know, it's the it's, it's the uh, mom, yeah. <laughs> like I get it has to be bad, but like, come on, brother! Like, give us a little something, you know?
0: Yeah. So that that trailer came out, and that looks like it's going to be the big epic that we're expecting it to be. Probably, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't say big, big epic, like a low key epic. Epic is in terms of big acting. Um, yeah, but
1: like it's the big, of... sh- it's the big acting uh show of the year, <laughs>
0: right? I mean, and then mm-hmm. we got a little teaser for Scream Six, which the only thing that's worth mentioning about, about it is that we're going to move settings, which is something I haven't done since Scream Two. Mm-hmm. Was it Scream Two? No, I think it was Scream Three.
1: What well, okay, it's, it's going to be? A new, it's going to be in in L.A. Yeah, which is crazy. But, I mean, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's going to be, be in New York, more. which is crazy. Yeah, L.A. is not as crazy as New York. New York's going to be fucking nuts. It's,
0: it's not as crazy, crazy. Yeah, with all the people incorporated like the scene that they show is a bunch like of screen masks what? he wants a ghost face mask <laughs> on a on a subway <laughs> and then someone gets stabbed that's General gonna ortega be returns. fucking
1: nuts yeah and Jen ortega looks so scared
0: <laughs> right
1: like oh man so
0: that's gonna be a so that might be a a better screen movie than, than the one that came out this year spoilers did not make my list
1: uh, I didn't make my list either, <laughs>
0: but it wasn't terrible. It's just like, yeah, you know, man. And it, I would say I would say this was like an especially good year for horror. Fifteen so no TV to, shows.
1: I'm not gonna lie to you; it was so hard to pick. Now that I like I'm looking at my list, like fifteen, te- like I have a list now. Fifty TV shows is nuts.
0: I pretty much. I have fifteen and five honorable mentions. I had 20. to
1: put I had to put an anime on there, like I had to, and like there's yeah. like oh now they just said honorable mentions. That's where I'm gonna put the other anime. Okay, now I'm not as now it's not not I'm not as fucking worried because <laughs> like yeah. there's like two anime. Well, there's three that I have to just give love to because like they were fucking incredible.
0: Oh wow um we'll get into that in just a moment the one thing we gotta do real quick before we do is movie on the rise
1: not oh Um, shit what's coming out this week i don't even fucking well
0: for me what i would tell people out there to go to go watch is it it just released on the 28th coach prime on amazon it's gonna be that's out out. first two episodes are out on amazon i'm gonna gonna watch that week to week
1: I need uh, another sports doc because last chance you basketball didn't give my didn't satisfy the scratch because that then, season, and
0: the, and it was good and season picked the Cardinals, which no one' is interested yeah. in watching.
1: did you watch last chance you basketball season two? It was great did not oh it's it's so sad. you need to watch it. It is great. There's like baller ballers there
0: all right, but I did watch the first two episodes of Coach Prime. Nice. And it's pretty much chronicling this season. Okay. And so I'm interested to see how long it chronicles this season. Like, okay. Are we going to get Colorado stuff? Is oh, no, I don't think so. In.
1: I think Colorado is going to be season two. Because that's what it seems like. Oh, well, I mean, I mean,
0: the majority of Colorado is going to be season two, but like at the end of the season, Maybe are we going to get him?
1: Yeah. yeah choosing, him probably balls? so. Probably so. Oh, I have my movie on the rise. There's like three things on Netflix that like we are all interested in. So the circle. Oh, I didn't. even. I wasn't even talking about that. But yeah, that's a good one. Um, so I got Chicago Party Ant season two. Like, if you if you remember Chicago Party and season one, it is hilarious. It's one of the best adult animated shows out right now. Way better than Paradise PD. Like, oh, let me, like I got to shit on Paradise PD real quick. Y'all know I champion that show heavy for season one, two and even three a little bit. Season four, it just got too gross, man. We start off the season where the rednecks live inside their giant son's asshole, and they literally crawl inside of his asshole and he shits them out. They crawl back in. Like it's fucking disgusting. They get to the stomach and like fits the dog and the dog dot dolphin child live inside the stomach with like the fucking pervy. Uh, the pervy grandpa and the pervy grandpa has like a a cattle of fucking sperm. He like ranches them like, Oh, it just gets grotesque as hell. Kevin starts fucking the sex dolls. And then there's a sex doll cult that comes to his house and like the dad gets his dick cut off. There's blood everywhere. Like it just, it just like, y'all know me. I watch gory shit. Like I love, bloody, violent shit. I don't even mind gross shit. But come on, man. Like, living inside of a giant child's asshole, that's too much. That's too much. And there's just shit everywhere, throw up everywhere. Like, every episode, they're either throwing up, pissing, or shitting, or all three. Man. Yeah. Like, uh, it's I mean, just like too that. much.
0: It was leaning, leaning. Into it last season, and when I stopped, I was like, writing on the wall. I can't, I can't do this. it. <laughs> like was, when, they, when, they, when you said they were coming up with a new season, I was like, they out of all the things that Netflix made another season, but
1: they, they made another season of that exactly. But Chicago Party Ant needs a season two that's actually a show with heart, and it's hilarious. Also, Kaleidoscope, the um, uh, yeah, the jean Carlos kind of. uh, heist. A television show that comes out as well you as... You can watch
0: in any order. Oh, for real? Yeah, so that's how it's marketed. You don't have to watch it from one to the end. You can start at the end and watch it from... The-
1: I'm watching it from one. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. So you tell me I can start at episode five, go to one, then go all the way back to... Come on, fam! No. (laughs) You can watch it in any order. No way. uh, How how they've said it. No way. Also, the Adam Driver movie White Noise drops this week on Friday. All right. Yeah. So, incited about all. He's got a year coming up. Yeah, he does. Like, when we do our most anticipated, he's got what he's got. That he's got Ferrari, and he's got the dinosaur movie. Yep, he's got Ferrari, the dinosaur movie that. Um, it's a big year for him and uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors has a right. big year coming up. Like I'm saying, when we do our most is anticipated Creed, Creed Ant Man, and something else, he got something big. That's why I gotta look it up. Because like when we do our most anticipated, when we do our most anticipated actors, he's at the top. Also, does he have that war movie coming out? No, that's already out. Devotion. Better account. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's out. But uh, also, movie on the rise. I'm making you watch this. Anime, the best anime villain of all time will be on Netflix on Friday. It is there's no superpowers, there's no fucking rubber, no lightning, no, none of that. This is simply a thriller mystery. It is called monster. Let me read you the log line for this fucking show. It is insane it it falls under psychological dark. Japanese crime TV, a brilliant Japanese neurosurgeon is drawn into darkness when he tries to solve a series of murders involving a patient he once saw served. So a week, this this Japanese neurosurgeon gets charged with, there's two patients that come in and basically the director tells him to save the richer person. The first time he does it. The second time, the mayor of the city or like some big benefactor, comes in but he comes in like 30 minutes after this child this child like head is split open but he's the best neurosurgeon and he can save him and like they're like nah you gotta go with the benefactor fuck that we're putting the shitty surgeon on him and he's in and like he's up to this moral quandary of like no y'all aren't doing this to me again i'm saving the kid so he saves the kid the shitty surgeon ends up letting the other dude die because he can't save him turns out this kid ends up being the most vicious murderer on the fucking planet. And like basically episode one, the fucking the doctor starts losing all of his shit because he saved the kid. He loses his fiance, loses all his money, nigga just losing everything. And so he's, he's sitting in the, pay, the room with the kid. The kid can hear him. And he basically is like, man, if the director didn't live, I would be able to have my life back. Well, episode one will end with the kid killing the director, thus spawning a spree of murders and like crazy shit. Schubert, this is my favorite anime like this monster. It has the best villain in all of anime, Johan Liebert. You have to watch this for us to talk about it. It's that damn good. Like we can review this for jan- like our, our next show we review. It's that damn good. We can do it ep- week by week, one episode. Cause it's not a long series. Wow, well, it's definitely interesting. You it said it's on Netflix. Netflix comes out Friday. Like we could do it two. Like it's only gonna be twenty minutes. We could do two episodes a week. Like we need to do something because it's that good. Like I want to promote this show. That's how good it is.
0: Was it? Monster is it side? Huh? Is it dad or son?
1: Oh, it doesn't matter. We can watch it either way. Like, the dub's actually oh, okay. pretty good. So, they do have... Yeah, okay. Yeah, the dub's not bad. And you know, for me to say that, like, that means a lot. The dub is not bad at all. I watched it in English. Like, I read it. I watched it in English. Then I watched the sub. I had to... I did always. And I think, like, all an, okay. I
0: think an anime that's, like, less fantastical has better dubs than... All the time. they are fantastical.
1: All the time. Because I mean, they they never make them as kitty. Like, they actually make them yeah. how they're supposed to sound. Like, it pisses me off. Like... You could have a fantastic, like, Luffy is 19, 20 years old. Why does he sound like a child? Why does he sound like a child in the dub? The sub, Luffy sounds incredible. Zoro sounds incredible. Like, I hate the One Piece dub. And don't get me started on that My, that shitty My Hero dub. God, that My Hero dub fucking it. sucks. <laughs> Um.
0: But yeah.
1: So, <laughs> but not. Um, but you know who doesn't suck? Overhaul, my guy, Kellen Golf. Shout out to you, brother.
0: Again. So, um. So, what were the categories that besides the movies
1: and uh, the shows? We have best actor, best TV actor, best movie actor, um, an
2: actress.
1: An actress. Yeah, both of those, and then we have uh. Best returning show and best new show.
2: Mm. All right.
1: I just need to put one more oh, show on, on my. Li- okay, uh, do you want to do the list first? Do you want to do list? Uh, I want to do
0: the, the list last. The relative ones first. Okay, got you, you.
1: Got you, Do list last. All right. Well, let me just put. Well, one I think one. we we I think we can do director. I think we both have the same one on top. Okay. Well, who's your best director of the year? Jordan Peele. Oh, okay. Nice, nice, nice. We don't have the same director.
0: <laughs> I, had, I had three in this category: Gun, Reeves, and Peel.
1: I okay. I have Reeves, Peel, and Johnson. Ryan Johnson, okay. Glass Onion. Thanks. I'm I Ryan fucking Johnson. I fucking that's love Glass Onion, and like for the way that he did that to make it completely different from Knives Out, the way it's shot. That's a well directed movie. Like I can't put Gun in this because Gun did TV. I I put him in I put him in that but because not only did he have one of the
0: better television shows of the year, but he also took over DC. All
1: right, that's fair. That's fair. But my director of the year is Reeves. Like for what like everything Matt Reeves did with the Batman and in fucking credible. Like he, he filmed six different cities and put them together and made that beautiful fucking Gotham. A lot of practical effects, not a lot of CGI. Like everything that he did was beautiful. The choreography, Matt Reeves is director of the year. But I understand why you gave it to Jordan Peele because I watched the behind the scenes of how he got, did the shot of them going up that vagina monster. Bro, that shit's crazy.
0: <laughs> right, I mean, there's just a lot of really crazy
1: shots that over re- that were are- cgi like he built all of those
0: yeah and just like how the shots led the story in a lot of ways mhm you know the direction of some of the people the actors that he was given um,
1: no he killed it the, to 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 visualize kiki palmer perfectly like he he killed it like legitimately it, him reeves to me are, like, neck and neck, and I have fucking Johnson right on their third, but I just have to give it to Reeves. Like, the Batman was beautiful, but I get why you give it to Nope. I understand.
0: Right, and I think, like, he really needed this to work as well as it.
1: No, for sure. He definitely did, because us, like, us was a flop.
0: And flop-ish. I mean, it was still good. It's just, like, it was everyone flops. was anointing <laughs> him as being, like, you know, the next big director, and I think, like, what he did to... Stay within the horror genre, but then like bring it into a sci-fi, um, and uh, almost western. Yeah, you know, he just kind of genre, you know, genre-defied um, the expectations of him.
1: No, he definitely did. He definitely did. I can give you that. That's a fact. All right. So what uh, you got? I mean, best. Uh, we're doing best returning show.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just gonna give away stuff in the list.
1: Oh, that's okay. We can do best returning. What you got?
0: So, my best returning show was Euphoria.
1: Oh, nice. See, I didn't even think... Okay, Euphoria's on my list, but when I... Best returning? I went Abbott Elementary.
0: Sure. Yeah, I, I love Abbott really Elementary. Really good returning ones. There are. We there, had a like, good, um, a but but I, I would have to say Euphoria. Atlanta. Everything from that se- second season and th- all the in-betweens that came that's fair at the end of 21, beginning of 22.
1: That's fair. Uh I I'm uh I I even though I picked Abbott, like I want to shout out Atlanta. Like, did you finish it? Can I, can I speak on it? Atlanta? Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I finished that week's week.
1: Ago. Okay, so Atlanta being a simulation inside of Darius' mind. What the fuck? Yeah like what the fuck okay like i get why now that it's over and i watched it all i understand why he was saying it's up there with sopranos because if you understand that all of this is a simulation inside darius's mind it changes the entire fucking show it changes everything right like that is insane the fact that it is like think about florida man like all the way back finding out like Oh, Darius doesn't have a brother. Wait, he he doesn't in a simulation, but he does in real life. Like all the different moments of when this can be a simulation, like meeting the Migos. Oh, wait, the Migos are big drug dealers. Wait, this is a simulation. Like everything involved is fucking nuts. Like Dave, Dave, you ain't got shit on Atlanta now, dog. The fact that Atlanta's a simulator, he wasn't thinking that. I know, little Dicky's like fuck. What? Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, I mean, I think- Reservation Dogs, great returning show. Great returning the show. The boys. The yeah, the boys. The boys just didn't have a good year this year, man. Which sucks to say. You know. It's just like, hard it was uh, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was it was great. It just wasn't as good as season one or two of the boys. That just that's just what it is. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but like, you know, the boys was good. I loved it. But it just, you know, just it wasn't as good as some of the other stuff.
0: No, that's very true. So uh, best returning and then best debut is what you best. You're saying? Yeah, best
1: debut show, best new show. So like, this oh. could be anything. <laughs> what you going with? <laughs> I'm so interested. Or <laughs> right, you want me to go first?
0: I can go first. Um, I'm just, just to save what's to come. I'm just going to go ahead and give it to Tokyo Vice.
2: My boy! Let's fucking go!
1: Tokyo Vice, best new show for Lynn as well. Oh, we got to find out what happens to our guy. We got to find out season two, what happens to our guy. We need it. We need Sato. Justice for motherfucking Sato. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just like a show that came on and it, it blew didn't have, us away it, it, it didn't have anything really leading behind it besides Michael Mann people weren't going to watch it for Ansel Elgort people yeah it, people
1: wanted it to it, fail because of Ansel Elgort
0: people wanted it to fail because of Ansel Elgort people did not expect that a show that was set in Japan would have much English speaking in it so and that,
1: they thought it was going to be White Savior
0: I was going to be white savior. So, I mean, this show pretty much just defied so many expectations in order to find its way into this TV slate mm-hmm. and ended up probably being the most surprising debut that's going to be a show that's going to continue for a few more seasons. I hope.
1: Easily the most surprising, bro. Easily. Like, the way that it just came in and just took us by storm, bravo. Like, just bravo, Michael Mann. Bravo, Tokyo Vice, like as much as like people like as much as Ansel Elgord was a shitty person, he killed it, man. But it wasn't him. He was not the best parts of the show. The best parts of the show were the Japanese actors and like the way that they just did it. And they and Michael Mann gave them like the room to cook. They cooked Ken Watanabe, incredible, who plays uh, Hiroto Kai. Uh, katagiri the detective uh shu Ka- kasamatsu who plays sato our favorite uh yakuza boss incredible ayumi ito who plays masaki in fucking credible like i can keep going there's so many like i got to get the pretty our guy who plays miyamoto the pretty detective who's really a snake hideki ito yeah. Like, dude's a fucking baller. The fucking yakuza boss on the other side who ends up killing niggas. Ayumi Ta- Tanita, who plays Shinzo Tazawa, talk about a scary ass fucker. Like, just in it, man. Like that show is just so fucking good. Oh, got a shout out to the girl Samantha Rachel Keller. She kills it as the as the fucking uh gringo American woman, the gene woman. <laughs>
0: Right, and what was uh the, the other her friend's name?
1: Oh, um, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, Paulina, played by oh. Ellie, Ella Ella She did a great job too.
0: Yeah, all, all really good, good performances.
1: But all um, around, man, all around.
0: So, just like a, a great, great show. I'm hope hopefully Brian's more shine before it gets his second this season. Next season,
1: so he's yeah. not enough discourse
0: about it at the moment, and I feel like.
1: It's, Christie, it's because of it. Bro.
0: E- Every person that I've told to watch it and said loved it, it. it was great.
1: Same, same, same. Legitimately, legitimately same, brother. Every person that I have like been like, watch this, they have fucking loved it because it's that fucking Ryan. good.
0: Right. So. On and, and a year where HBO had so many bangers.
1: In a year when I mean. HBO is just canceling everything everywhere, fucking this made it. Which, like, you know, shout out. Um, real quick, does documentaries count in your movie list?
0: In the movie list, yeah, yeah. it also counts some TV too. If you were gonna like do okay, well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna
1: just put some documentaries as honorable mention. I'm not gonna put any in like the list list, but you know, just had to just had to question real quick.
0: I'll say like the only documentary thing that I have that's worth mentioning as even like an honorable mention is just uh is um welcome to Rexon.
1: Oh okay, just nice. Like I
0: thought that that was good. But I mean like if Coach we'll ends up being good, then that might be
1: No, we'll we'll get to it because there's definitely one that I wanna mention that um that I think is worth mentioning, but we'll we'll get to it when it's time. So
0: um so now we're doing the we did actors, Best returning. Oh,
1: yeah, Actors and Actresses. All right, so he got... Which is
0: also going to show our cards for these lists.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're doing Best TV Actor and Best Movie Actor and Actress. Let's start off with Best Movie. Who's your Best Movie Actor?
0: Um, I have... How many people do I have here? I think I have seven. Oh, shit. Um,
1: like, just, just honorable mentions? Names and
0: then picking one,
1: yeah. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Do you think?
0: So I have... For movie actor, I have um Ethan hawk
1: Ooh, nice.
0: Uh, Brad Pitt. Ooh, nice. Um, Colin Farrell for multiple movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell did. Um, great. holy shit.
0: And then Pattinson and Dana. Yeah. For their role on the Batman, but oh, and Mark Rylance for the outfit. But the one that I'm giving it to, which is probably going to be your biggest surprise, is Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, shit! You're giving it to him? Did you watch it? Yeah. You liked it, huh? I told you it was fucking good.
0: it's just pretty remarkable how he can like <laughs> pick up a role that had been twenty years removed and like and act like it. He, he'd never changed.
1: Kill it, man! Like and he was so fucking good. Completely
0: embody though. a character. And, my like,
1: god,
0: make you I'm glad make you, you did that. believe the span of time that has occurred that this person has been the same the whole time. Yep, yep.
1: that's yeah. my that's my guy. I knew I knew when you watched that you would be keeping a buck. I knew you would keep it above. Tom did a great job. He's on my honorable mentions. He didn't get it, um, but, like, to your point, he was incredible. Like, the way that he, because you gotta think Maverick at the end of Top Gun was this fucking just cannon, this superstar, like, just save the, save the day, best pilot. You come into this one, he's a fucking scrub. Just washed up, just clack, like, legend but like just could never progress because he got in his own way and you felt the pain in his face like you just saw it and as he rises up in this movie it's just
0: perfect right so
1: yeah, I, I, I like
0: that job of completely embodying
1: Maverick yeah I fucking I, I'm glad you I'm glad you gave that love um Tom, Tom Cruise is definitely in my honorable mentions same with Daniel Kalua. Same with Brad Pitt, um, same with Daniel Craig, and uh, yeah, and same with uh, Skarsgård, uh, uh, not old man, but, um, hold on, I gotta get you his name because he was fucking Alexander. Alexander Scarsgard is like top honorable mention because what he did in the Northmen was fucking insane, but best actor of the year? Y'all know what time it is on Lintron. Robert fucking Pattinson, baby. Rob Patt. What Rob Pat did in the Batman, nobody believed in. No one thought he would pull it off. No one thought he would do good. They were like, Twilight, Twilight, Twilight. Me and Schubert told y'all since fucking good time, this nigga is a good actor. And he proved it. Robert Pattinson killed it. He's the, I can say it today. He's the best live action Batman we've ever fucking gotten ever gotten he's incredible and i'm so excited for the batman yeah
0: i mean he was definitely on my list yeah i think that you know you could be on to it saying that i think everyone it's plays it differently but
1: i'm ready but to this say is,
0: this is the first time that you can look at a live action batman and say my god look what at, a good job know, mm. kept, well and then think about Kevin Conroy yeah. and then, you know losing him this year. It's just like just for the hurts. first time, I feel like I've seen Kevin Conroy's Batman on screen.
1: You're right. You absolutely right. No, for sure. Damn, rest in peace to Conroy. What a good fucking like what the best Batman we've ever gotten, voice wise, and like Robert Pattinson just took up the mantle and just did a good job. Like, did a damn, damn good job and became the best Batman we've ever had, man. Straight up. Man. So that's my my best actor. Give me your best actress. What you got? I know, Mom, I don't mm. even have to name them. It, it, there's, There are two people for me that I've been going back and forth.
0: So mine's probably going to be different from yours again. But okay. I, we probably will have some same in the short list. So the short list for me was two of your everything, everywhere. Once actors. Nice. I don't know how to say your last name. Hasu? Uh, I, I'll and,
1: put
0: uh, it up. I, I mean, it's H-S-U. I know.
1: Yeah, well, H- Hasu. Yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: And, uh, then Sorry Michelle for name. Oh, yeah.
0: That's <laughs> for everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and then for the movie Do Revenge on Netflix at Maya Hawks, I feel like Do Revenge is going to end up being the the high school generation of now is like. Ooh. Big movie of of uh, that they'll look back on. Okay. So I thought Maya Hawke did really good with that. Um, Amber Mid Thunder for Prey.
1: Oh, nice. Yes, uh, she did a damn good job. She did a damn uh, good Kee- job for Prey. J
0: Palmer, of course, which I assume you have as well. And then um, my actress of the year is Mia Goth.
1: Oh, Mia Goth got your actress of the year. Oh shit. Okay, nice. I like that. I like that. Well, for me, it's two women, um, Kiki Palmer and Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao is my honorable mention for everything, everywhere, all at once. She did a phenomenal job. You can argue that Stephanie Hsu did a better job. That's why Michelle Yao is my honorable mention. Um, And just shout out to Stephanie Hsu. But for me, when you talk about transformative roles, when you talk about taking the screen over, when you talk about just sucked into a performance, when you talk about a movie doesn't work without this actress or actor, it's Kiki Palmer. Nope. That movie does not fucking work without Kiki Palmer. That movie's better because of Kiki Palmer. If it's any other actress in the role, nope's a lesser than movie. Nope is not A plus, A how we have it. Nope falls probably into the B, B minus role. And for someone like Daniel Kaluuya, who is in our top five actors today, he's one of our favorite actors for him to take the screen as much as he does. And for him to feel underutilized because Kiki was that good. Like it makes, I was going to say outshined like, yeah, no, 5,000%. Daniel got outshined by Kiki. And that's not saying Daniel did a bad job. No, Daniel did great because it was asked of him to be the silent, um, brooding brother character where Kiki was supposed to be loud boisterous but she wasn't just loud and boisterous she had a personality she made you fall in love with her I gotta give it to Kiki Palmer but again shout out to Michelle Yao and Stephanie Hsu for everything everywhere uh all at once they were literally right there with Kiki Palmer literally right yeah
0: I, I would have gone with Kiki Palmer too I had i, I, I but it's pretty confident that you're going to pick her. Uh, The reason I would go with Mia Goth is, you know, for her to do basically two roles in X, um, and carry in that character into another movie in the same year. Um, she she kind of captured the mold of big time horror actress at this point. I'm really interested to see what she does outside of the horror genre, which I think is coming up for her in the coming years. Do you Um, think She really kind of burst onto the scene. I think like, I don't think X, especially could be what it is without her i haven't seen pearl
1: do you so, think that yeah, like I mean, no. but, are you worried about her outside of um outside of no. uh yeah i was about to say outside of uh horror movies i'm I'm not worried about her i think
0: she, she's gonna do a really good job because the role that she plays in x is like it's not about like her being afraid or like her being the final girl it's like true. about that that first 30 minutes that true, she plays true true. true the stripper porn star girlfriend to the director and no, you're right. She She kills the dynamics of who she is in the group and like having that. She plays the whole woman too. is just absolutely insane. So you're right.
1: (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. Like she does such a good job in both Pearl and X. Like I watched both of those and literally I thought for everybody talking about Barbarian and all these other fucking horror shows that were not nearly as good, they need to be talking about X and Pearl because Mia Golf did a phenomenal job. Now, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, best into, uh, TV show TV. actor and act. This is hard. Like movies, I knew I was going Rob Pattinson and Kiki Palmer with my honorable mentions. This shit is fucking hard. You want to start off with actress? Because I have actress like just, I have so many. Emma deArcy, shout out to her house of the dragon, uh, Quinta Brunson shout out to her, uh, uh, Abbott elementary, um, from the bear shout out to IO Eda Beery who plays Sydney. She did a fucking damn good job. Also shout out to Olivia cook house of the fucking dragon, an incredible job. But am I giving it to Zendaya for Euphoria? Like Zendaya is fucking great. Like that's why I wanted to do actress first because there's so many. Like shout out to all of y'all. But Zendaya is just great. And even in her own show, Sydney Sweeney, you had probably your best series this time. Like Sydney Sweeney's sister, I don't know your name. You did a damn good job. But it's it's Zendaya.
0: Know the nepotism baby. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know her name. (laughs) Is isn't that Larry David's daughter?
1: Oh yeah, Maud Apatow. Yeah, you're right. But no, it's Zendaya. Like I'm sorry, Zendaya is just that damn good. Yeah, I mean, it's Zendaya. Also, also from I mean, winning time, like let me shout out to uh who played uh what's her name um oh man, Jeannie Buss, who played uh Jeannie Buss. Yeah,
0: good.
1: she good. He did a damn good job. Uh, Haley Hadley Robinson, she did a damn good job. Like. If this was not Zendaya, Emma D'Arcy probably would have won for House of the Dragon.
0: Possibly. Um, in my shortlist, I also had Emma D'Arcy's younger her counterpart. Oh, Billy yeah.
1: She did a good job, too.
0: Um, And then I had two of the better actresses out of um, White Lotus. Jennifer Coolidge.
1: Mm, and Aubrey Plaza,
0: Megan, Megan Fahey.
1: Oh, yeah. I finished uh, White Lotus, by the way. What a damn
0: good season.
1: What a damn good season, my boy. These Holy gays
0: are trying to kill me.
1: <laughs> if y'all oh, didn't watch then White, then White then Lotus, then you don't know what that means. He, and then he then wasn't the only ones to have her
0: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried
1: for oh, Dropout, Yeah, she, which did she dropout. won for.
0: Yep. So she, she got it. Her just awards for that. She doesn't need a bros who binge award. And uh and <laughs> Nah, you need, a, you need a
1: bros who binge award. If you're not getting one, It that means you're trash.
0: And then I had Sarah Goldberg from Barry. Um, she has probably some of the singular best moments that I've seen this year besides Zendaya. Mm. Um I can't remember what exactly the episode is, but people who've seen Barry season three would know the uh the sound booth scene is uh Pretty, pretty great. And all of the stuff that she does at Hulu is pretty, pretty top tier as well. Fuck
1: yeah. Also, shout out to Um, Quinta Brunson. Like, I know I got to say it again. Abbott Elementary, she did a damn good job. Now, um, so we're both getting to Zendaya. All right, let's get to Mm -hmm. actor of the year TV wise. I got to shout out fucking Matt Smith. Matt Smith did great for House of the Dragon. I want to shout out to uh, Donald Glover and, um, but really Lakeith Stansfield for Atlanta. Like, that was more so Lakeith than, than right. Donald. Like, LaKeith did a damn good job. I want to shout yeah, I out... I Brian, Brian Tyree oh. did
0: go good stuff in that season. No, nah, you're absolutely four. right. Brian and Tyree three. Henry.
1: I want to shout out Ken Watanabe, Ansel Elgort, and Shoke uh, Kasamatsu, all for Tokyo Vice. All three of those guys fucking killed it. Like, did a damn good job. Um, I want to shout out the winning time, guys, because my God, what y'all did for the Lakers dynasty... Quincy Isaiah as Magic Johnson. Beautiful, beautiful job. Solomon Hughes as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Beautiful, beautiful job. And Jason Clark as fucking Jerry West. Oh, Jason, if it was any other year, brother, you would have won it. You did a damn good job. Also, shout out to Andrew Garfield. Honorable mention, Under the Banner of Heaven. You did a damn good job. But to me, oh, and John, and like number two, the second shout out to John Cena from Peacemaker. John Cena, what you did, just transforming yourself and making us not unlike. We saw The Rock try with Black Adam, where The Rock and Dave Batista with Glass Onion. I told you, my, you remember, my, you remember what I told you last year? I was a year too early. I said that the best actor wrestler. Was either John Cena or Dave Batista, and it's not fucking The Rock. And Dave Batista and John Cena, both with Peacemaker and Glass Onion, proved why I was right. And it, right. Dave Batista really might be the best wrestling actor because, like, graduates. he actually acts. Like he, like I said that last year. Dave, uh, John Cena, you get uh, second in the Bros Who Binge Award. Second, but the best actor this year was Jeremy Allen White for the Bear.
0: I mean, I'll have him in my short list for Jeremy Allen White. I also had Andrew
1: Garfield. Yeah, I had um, to shout out Andrew for Under the Band of Heaven. What he fucking did was nuts. The other one I had in there was Stellan Skarsgård for Luthien.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, I knew you was going to show some love to Andor. You're right. Um, but for for
0: me, my best actor on TV, because he had two roles that were great, one that was outshine the other, was John Barenthal.
1: Oh, Nice, 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 nice with Gigolo and, uh, uh, We Own The City. We Own The City! Yes! Oh, you're so fucking right. God, you're so right. I need to take out a show and put on We Own The City. <laughs> I'm, <kidding. laughs> I'm fucking <kidding>. That's right. <laughs> Hold on. All right, now my list is complete. <laughs> all right.
0: Um, but so that wraps up
1: all, all of that. So am put that back under honorable mention. We, we did everything went through it
0: again at the end. Yeah. We did right, actor, cool. actress, actor, actress,
1: director. Best best TV show of the year. Uh best yeah, we can uh, do that movie. now. Oh, we can do that. Let's save it for after the list. Cause that's pretty much I don't want to give away the list because that's the number one. That's essentially our number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, we'll do the list. Yeah. So we did best director, best actor TV and movie, best actress TV and movie, best returning TV show. Best debut, and that's pretty much it. Nice. Okay, cool. All right, let's get the list. What you want to do, movies first? Because TV is probably a longer. We do, well, I was going to say we do TV first. Oh, you want to do TV longer. first? All right, cool. Let's let's right. both give our honorable mentions, and then we'll go 15, 14. We'll just go back and forth. All
0: right, so real quick, my five honorable mentions for to make it like a 20 is the Boys Season 3 didn't make
1: <laughs> it.
2: Um, did fake the fifteen?
1: Holy shit! S- sitting at sixteen. Holy shit! Mine sitting right at fifteen. Holy shit! <laughs> so
0: the boys was just one off of making it for me. Res dogs also right there didn't make mm. it. Yeah, res dogs didn't make um, it. Oh no, res
1: dogs didn't make and it. And Atlanta.
0: And Atlanta season four. Those are the three that were like right on the cusp of making it, but they didn't.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. The only
0: thing that hung back Atlanta was that I didn't like three. Uh, if, it, yeah. if it just would have, if four would have just came out this year by itself, in my opinion.
1: Mm, see, I had to put it. Uh, and then, the got
0: And but I will say, Atlanta season four probably had one of the, my singular most favorite episodes of all of TV with the Goofy
1: movie. <laughs> one of the best episodes. episodes of television. Finding out the Goofy movie is supposed to be a black movie—that's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: Genius. Genius. genius genius like um, oh my goodness also, also plays also plays into the whole darius you know um, dream thing
1: exactly but i'm not gonna say too much about atlanta because it did make my list um but my honorable um, mentions I, I, oh you I, have I got two more
0: two more, too more. Re- reacher nice didn't, just didn't just off almost made debut for me too um and uh station 11 the only reason it didn't make the list is because it didn't all, the whole season wasn't in twenty twenty two. Okay, Part of it real twenty twenty one.
1: Nice. All right. Cool. My honorable mentions: Severance. It just didn't make my list. I know Severance is one of the best TV shows. It probably majors. Uh, Jack Reacher. Reacher uh, made the uh, thing. Andor. Just. I know that that's blasphemy to Star Wars fans. I got Andor honorable mention. Tulsa King had to shout out Stallone couldn't make the top list because it's not finished. And then I have three anime, Attack on Titan, the final, the well, the final season part two, or whatever the fucking part this is, uh, Mob Psycho 100, the final season, and Blue Lock. Shout out to Blue Lock. My favorite anime of the fucking year in terms of just fun. Like, love that fucking thing. Alright, 15, what you got? 15, I uh,
0: have We Own the City
1: nice we own the city's a little higher for me let's talk about it when we get to to where it's at with me because it's a little it's a little right all right i got the boys at 15 which you said like it's a it's a great season like it just is and it had to make my list but i think 15 like you have it 16 i think that's respectable because it wasn't the best season there were some things dangling like for example um the the lady with the fucking that blows people's heads up needed to know more about her. I don't think they really mm-hmm. executed her plot line. Granted, that's coming more with the next season. And I, I thought... Left, I think the
0: finale was left... I think there could have been more to the finale It was mm-hmm. like not a, the biggest...
1: I think they bit off more than they could chew in this season. Right. I, I think they took on too... Like, Soldier Boy was too much to do in one season with everything else they had.
0: Right, and I feel like the um
1: I feel like we didn't even conclude Soldier Boy, really.
0: I feel like the hype based around a lot of it kind of dampened it. Yep. Because, like, knowing that there was going to be a hero orgasm, we expected that to be, like, For a bigger event ex- than it was.
1: That's my, my whole thing. You don't remember us talking about it all year was, man, y'all are hyping up this shit too much. Y'all are talking about... Why are we talking about hero Herogasm so much? Let's just see it. And it only turned out to be like just a little bit of jizz on Mother's Milk. Like, that was it. Like, it wasn't a yeah. little bit. It was a lot. But we expected more. And I think they just shot themselves in the foot by having the expectations too high. Right. So that's why that's um, my 15. So that what, you got 15. At, what you got at 14? My 14 14's 14's
0: well, is where I have Stranger Things just based oh. upon it had to make the list because mm-hmm. of... Yeah, it's a, you watch it, it was it, and yeah. at, at the at the end of the day, but why it's so far down is because it was excessively too long, um, and <laughs> <laughs> it was, and uh, you know at some points because it was scattered on two front or on on like three fronts, it, yeah. it was it was hard to follow at times. Okay, so. I mean, it was it was still really great. Um, You know, the people who came in there for the first time really did a great job. Um, And, you know, hopefully it wraps up nicely next time and just be done with it.
1: Nice. Okay, I like that. My number of 14. I never talked about this show on on here because I watched it late. And I wanted to wait to talk about it here on purpose. It is people watched Rami. And Rami was a lot of people's show. But for me, this is they're they're similar shows and since that they're talking about what it's like to be Middle Eastern. But I related to this more because it was Houston, Sippin' Lean, Candy Paint. You had rappers. I'm talking about Mo, the show on Netflix. I fucking loved Moe and just everything they did with his girlfriend, uh, Maria, and his friend Nick, who's Toby. In N- Nguigwe, who's a rapper, and just it's literally just about the life of Mo Najar, who straddles the line between two cultures, three languages, and a ton of foolishness. It's basically, mm-hmm. it's basically to me a cooler rom. Yeah, yeah,
2: and something I've really I can
1: seen it relate to more.
0: Really
1: great stuff about it. So it's all, it's 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 amazing. Like being a Southern guy. And
0: that's on Netflix
1: too. Huh? It, yeah, it, it's it's one of Netflix's best shows. I need a season two. It was that damn good. Yeah, that's a good one. And th- there might not be a season two, but let me tell you who made it 824. So I could see it getting picked up somewhere else. And it makes sense that 824 made it because it has that 824 quality to it.
0: I got you. Yeah. So
1: Mo, shout out to you. All right, um, 13. So
0: that Both our 14s were stuff that we didn't have on each other's list. Uh, 13. You, you, won't, you won't have
1: my 13. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is uh, this is where I put the dropout. It was too okay. good of a limited series not to, to include. Um, like I mentioned with Amanda Seyfried being on the list earlier, she puts on a really great performance. Sometimes, you know, with a story that is based in reality, it's it's hard to do sometimes. But I feel yeah. like this show really made something that doesn't seem like interesting at first It's like, Oh, so a person who really didn't have any education made a fraud company. And we've, and that's not even the first, one of those times of things that we had this year with we work. Mm-hmm. So, but just the way that Hulu produced, uh, the dropout. I mean, there's a reason why it got the critical acclaim it did in the Emmys True, because it was just that good.
1: No, I, I feel it. Like it was um, a good show.
0: And your way uh from Flash uh is on, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, for me at 13, I have this is my anime. And I know some of y'all may be like, well, why didn't you put Attack on Titan Blue Lock or any of those? Because I feel like this anime transcends the anime genre and it does what cowboy bebop does, it does what Trigon does, and gives you that mercenary hitman type vibe and that cyberpunk edge runners. Uh, basically a street kids tries to survive in a new technology, a new technology and body modification obsessed city. And to stay alive, he chooses to become an edge runner, which is a mercenary outlaw. And he basically goes on missions right up my alley. Giancarlo Esposito voices on the show. A lot of good voices. I mean, if you love Trigon, if you love bebop, this show is right up your alley. Beautiful animation and a great soundtrack. All right, and this is my 13th. Yeah. So, so what you got at twelve? Twelve is where I have Severance. That's where it falls nice. in this group.
0: Um, it it was a good show, but you know where I think you probably ended up putting in your honorable mentions was because for it starts real slow.
1: Yeah, it does. Just like
0: just like Andor, <laughs> but worse.
1: <laughs> Way it, it worse. Real slow. Way worse, bro. That show is fucking slow. A. Eh?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, for a while you're like, "What the hell even is this thing?"
1: Like, and then, oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> but the reason that it makes the list is because it had probably the best finale episode.
2: Of yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like,
0: besides maybe Euphoria, you're absolutely like,
1: on with it, my man. Absolutely on with it.
0: Um, so that's where oh, I got Severance in the list.
1: Okay, all right. So it's my twelve. My 12, I I have Atlanta. This is where I have Atlanta. Like like you said, I, if, if season three was better, I would have put this way higher. But because season three was just meh, it's here. But I need to rewatch all of it now that we know it's a simulation of you know, mind. Well, because season three might be a, makes lot three make, makes yeah. a lot better. It makes it
0: more sense. You know? That
1: that it's Darius's mind, them going on vacation. So it might work better now that we know that. So Atlanta really might be a top five show, but when we watched season three at the time, I just didn't fuck with it at all.
0: There were good episodes within it, um, Mm -hmm. but season four was just just
1: incredible. Like 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 season four was Atlanta that we knew. Right. And love. So I had to put it on here. Shout out to uh, Lakeith. Shout out to Brian Tyree. Shout out to Donald. The only person who didn't get as much love is Zazie. Zazie didn't get the same amount of truth in season she had good, one and two. She
0: had a couple episodes in yeah. season three, and then the camping episode was big for her in yep. season four.
1: But it was nowhere near season one. Right. So, you know, but shout out to Atlanta, had to put it at number 12. Right. Right, I'm interested so what you 11, got at 11. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to have the
0: same. <laughs> I have the offer here.
1: Oh shit, okay. I I had the offer at ten. Okay.
0: All so right. we can talk about so it. Let's, let's tell me your eleven and then we can just deal with do it with ten.
1: My my eleven is under the banner of heaven.
0: All right. Well so yeah, so let's talk about the offer now. Because I okay. have that later. Okay. Um so yeah, the offer definitely deserves to be sitting around this spot for both of us because it's great.
2: <laughs>
0: it, I mean I think it's Paramount Plus's biggest Best <laughs> Yeah. Uh, besides, you know, now they have Tulsa King, but... Oh, yeah, you're right. But still, in but terms of like... I'm saying prestige, like, outside of the Taylor Sheraton
1: first. Yeah, this is
0: big for them to have a big show like that. Um, and it and some- honestly,
1: it's a better show than Tulsa King, and it's like better, like, the Taylor Sheridan shows that are the best are like Yellowstone, but like, and then I'd say Tulsa King right after that, because I don't, the Yellowstone spinoffs or whatever, but in terms of like, prestige shows, this is incredible. Like what Miles Teller did, what Matthew uh Good did, what Giovanni Rabisi did, like the acting in this is just far none incredible. Yeah, the Already's wife oh, yeah. Oz, was very well acted. Yeah,
0: you know, Temple does a really great job as an assistant. Shit,
1: homeboy from Brando. uh Gray's Anatomy is Gray's Anatomy Brando. does
0: good as Brando, yeah, yeah. the guy. Who plays Colombo does a really great job. Yeah, that's Giovanni you know, Ribisi.
1: That, that was one of my favorite uh, in, the, in the whole Urbici. show.
0: Yep, he did a great yeah. job. It just, you know, really took something that everyone knows and loves and, and something we thought gives we didn't need. a new need perspective at it. it. Exactly. So, like, now I'm seeing like things like when they mention the Godfather stuff, it changes in, how I view it. Well, when they mention the Godfather stuff and White Lotus. I'm thinking about it in all terms of the offer and how they yep. did all those things and what it was like for them to go to Sicily and do all these things. And just like the actual things it took to make it is more interesting. And it even goes back into the stuff that we, when we talked about it on uh, run it back where we were talking about like, Oh, wasn't it really cool on behind the scenes that like this happened or this happened. And then, you know, it, it makes me the other scene that I can never look at the same is the christmas scene where they're walking oh, yeah! with the presents
2: and now i'm
0: just thinking like machina like needed the pep talk
1: yeah he did i oh, know you're absolutely right wow now that you say that the whole christ and, and i was saying that godfather was a christmas movie and all of that like it, it's completely different now like he had to amp him up to even get him to do that all right so no good call and and, and that they hid the gun that too. No, the offer is great, and shout out to our guy Ian. He's watching it right now and is loving it.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, so that's oh, my eleven. 10. You had yeah, that's my that's. So and then you had under there eleven eleven. And I had under, under Bear Heaven under there eleven in the offer ten, and then uh, offer ten, and I had Barry season three at ten.
1: Nice. Okay. Solid. So you... it,
0: it was a it was a really solid season. Barry, I need to just have, catch up. You you probably do. Like this season has some of the best directing acting that's been done on this show so far uh there's a scene where like barry is being chased by assassins on like the la interstate <laughs> that's <crazy>. absolutely wild <laughs> um there's like some really genius comedic timing uh, there's like fukes in the in the desert <laughs> with like some mexican family for a while he goes up to me he's like so what What do you what is your word for water it's just like <laughs> this absurd comedic stuff like that and then uh, like i mentioned sarah goldberg that does a really good job um her, her basically her arc in a nutshell is that she creates her own television show based loosely on her life it makes it on the streaming service and then the streaming service pulls it because it didn't fit the algorithm and then like it's her like dealing with the algorithm of like the streaming services and then like her relationship with Barry and how that is going at that point. So I won't say too much about of that, but her acting is pretty phenomenal in it.
1: Hell yeah. All right. So which you, all right. So next is nine.
0: Yeah. Okay, nine what you got know where
1: I've had winning time. So <laughs> late, I
2: had no, no, no. Oh, winning
1: time. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah.
2: So.
1: <laughs> what a great fucking show. Okay. I couldn't put it higher than nine because I was like, it's a top 10 show, but it's not better than like everything else I have above it. But my goodness, right? What Jason Clark, Quincy, uh Quincy, uh oh man, I just had his fucking name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fuck it I'm gonna pull up the cast but like what those guys this did this is one of these shows that incredible Quincy Isaiah yeah and it's the same way you
0: know I mentioned with with the dropout or even with the offer it completely changes the way that you think about that yep. team and that moment and that era
1: and, to, and, and then to the way that you nail it like I know some. they said some of the stuff wasn't done accurate but like I believe it because of how yeah, because of how well they did. And it's to me, it's harder to do a show like this than the dropout because the dropout, we don't know any of the people. We have no idea who they are. There's no past connection. So you could tell it however you want. But we know Magic Johnson. We know the Lakers. We know the Celtics of Larry Bird. We've been they've been in our lives for. 50, we 40, know 30. We know they, Jerry West. They've been in our lives as long as we we've please. been alive and been basketball fans. So we know we have an idea of them in our head. And for this to do it and to do it well and better than anyone expected shows how good of a show this is. Like, bravo. And, like, and you God. mentioned with, like,
0: the lesser-name actors that do a really great job, but then, like, you know... The big-name actors. For Adrian Brody to come in and, like, completely... Kill Right.
2: Kill
1: it.
0: um and
2: then fucking uh,
1: wood harris as spencer haywood fucking wood kills harris. it uh our boy jason siegel as paul westhead kills exactly. it. uh jason clark is jerry west kills it honestly and john the person, c riley and completely was about to say, embodied jerry buss uh, the, jerry the, buss the person who we thought did like the worst job which wasn't even the worst job was john c riley and he fucking killed it
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, really Adam, good McKay,
1: job like, Adam McKay yeah. did a damn good job writing this and showrunning, because without and, him, it and, doesn't work. And not casting Will Ferrell. Yep, yeah, Will Ferrell wouldn't have did a good job at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, but yeah, got so an eight.
0: Because at eight, eight, that's
1: that's where I have we on this city.
0: Okay, well, and that's where I have Tokyo advice. So oh no, yeah, we gotta wait on that. One. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about Under the Banner of Heaven because that's seven. seven. Seven.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, real quick, we own this city, The Wire, but real life. Shout out to to uh, John Bernthal. Shout out to all of those people. The way to go back to Baltimore and then tell a story that's different than than uh The Wire, but also real. Beautiful, beautiful right. job. Because that could have failed.
0: They did a good job of telling true story in like a completely yep. unique way.
2: Because like it could have failed.
0: There's was, was very unique with the way that they did the time jumping and. Like, mm-hmm. I, when when you're when you're in the middle of it, you're like, "Why are we doing all this?" Is kind of but it makes so, so much sense. By but the then when you loop to the end, you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I get why we had to like understand." who they were as people before we could understand like the big events.
1: Also, Jamie Hector, John Bernthal, beautiful jobs as who they acted. Also, David McDougal should be Superman, a.k.a. David Corn Sweat. He should be Superman, bro. Look at him real quick, real quick. Google David Corn Sweat, bro. And tell me that's not fucking uh, James Gunn's young Superman. Completely different than Henry Cavill, but looks more like uh, Christopher Reeve. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, talk. Look at him. That's Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that chin. <laughs> like, I look at the picture. That. The picture with him with the hat on, like the military hat. That's yeah, Superman.
2: Cute.
0: Keep that one in mind. <laughs> yeah, on, we'll,
1: we'll end up doing that again, but hell yeah. So the, we own this city was my number eight. So your number eight is what? Under the banner of heaven, you said? Oh no, Tokyo Vice. I yeah, said so dice. And then, and then so seven, seven, seven. Seven is seven under the banner heaven. Under of the banner of heaven. heaven. All right, well seven, I have white lotus. I don't know if you have that that much hot. I have that as six. So we can just do.
0: under. Uh, we do. Let's do under the banner of heaven and talk white lotus and then yeah. you tell me.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the banner of heaven, then white lotus. And I have Tokyo Vice Five. So that's like right there.
0: All right. So let's let's do that. what's your six then?
1: My uh, okay, so we own this city is eight. Seven is White Lotus, and six is Tokyo Vice, not five, six. Six.
0: Okay, so yeah, so let's let's do under the banner of heaven, Tokyo Vice, White Lotus. All right, cool. move on to five.
1: Cool. So wait, wait, what's your six and seven, just so we know?
0: My six is White Lotus. My seven is Under the Banner Heaven.
1: Okay, and then your eight is Tokyo Vice. Yeah. Perfect. So Under the so, Banner Heaven, let's get it.
0: So, like, where I'm... I feel like Tokyo Vice Under the Banner Heaven are, like, synonymous with, with both mysteries. Mm-hmm. I feel like what elevates Under the Banner Heaven for me is the story it told. Okay. Like not only was it a mystery cop drama, it was also a, a history lesson. Conversation piece mm-hmm. and a history lesson about Mormonism.
1: Fair. And see, for and me, so, like, I, I, think, like- I think the my love of Tokyo and my love in, in wanting to know about the Yakuza and just y'all, you know how I felt about Black Rain, the aesthetic and everything, put Tokyo Vice higher than under the banner heaven for me. But in terms of like acting and storytelling that Under the Banner Heaven did, it's right there with Tokyo Vice, if not a smidge better.
2: Yeah,
0: I think, uh, what's his name? Wyatt Russell.
1: Wyatt Russell In did Under a damn Banner good job. Heaven.
0: Phenomenal. Damn good uh, job.
1: And fucking Garfield, but to me, it's not Garfield who really pulls, it's it's his uh, Native American partner who makes everything just work.
0: Gil Montgomery is his name.
1: Yeah, Gil Montgomery did a damn good job as his partner. Damn good job.
0: Yeah, the families do a really good job. You know, uh, what's her name? Daisy Edgar. Yeah, as, Br-
1: as Brenda Lafferty. She, as the she wife, had a
0: pretty good year overall doing that, and also so her movie roles. And his so wife, uh,
1: Rebecca Pyre, She it was very stern, but like very still feminine, and like had to make you believe that like she was this strong wife, but at the same time didn't really get down. Yeah. Like the other wives did.
0: Right. Right. Where we like Daisy Edgar Jones' character almost reminded uh Andrew Garfield's character of his wife. Mm-hmm. Which made him more sympathetic to the situation. Yep. Uh, and so I mean and then all the brothers did a really great job. Um, so I think under the Banner Heaven, it was just like a really phenomenally made show. Um,
1: mm-hmm. and that's your and what number is that again
0: that's seven for me
1: okay that's my we've 11 we talked, talked
0: about Tokyo Vice quite a bit yeah we'll talk about Tokyo yeah, Vice a little White bit Lotus, let's talk White we Lotus really because
1: White Lotus is my seven
0: yeah I mean White Lotus is it's great. the second season <laughs> is better than the first it
1: is same thing with Glass Onion just how Glass Onion is better wait do you think Glass Onion is better than Knives Out or Is yes. that just me? Okay, cool. White Lotus season two is better than fucking White Lotus season one. This is just straight rich white people shenanigans. But the affair shit is so much better in this one. When that man comes out and asks Aubrey Plaza, did she cheat, cheat? That scene made me want to cry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, like I
1: felt for that guy because <laughs> he did that,
0: that group. <laughs> like it, it, I feel like in the White Lotus one, like there could be a, a few people that you're like, oh, their storyline trailed off for me. Yep. Yeah, but like everyone in this season was hitting on all cylinders. The
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, gen, the three generations: the uh, son, father, and grandfather. Fire. fire with all the stuff they had with the with the prostitutes the prostitutes fire
2: (laughs) winners of the season yeah no for sure
0: i cared way more about the director of the white lotus in this season than i did in the other one Mm -hmm. valentina
1: yep no you're right
0: obviously the two couples were you know scene stealers and every 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 time they hit the screen because like the stuff with ethan was he, and his spiral into madness. And, uh, oh, Ethan! After, Ethan going crazy. Megan and Megan is amazing. Like she's defined of that season.
1: And I, and, and like you said, the grandfather, father, uh, uh, son dynamic. Michael Imperioli did a damn good job.
0: He's back. <laughs>
1: he is definitely back. No, uh, and, and shout out uh, to Jennifer Coolidge because she was better in this season than last season.
0: They gave her more to do
1: yeah no you're right you're right
0: you're right um and like and once you get to the end of her storyline you see everything with that was happening with greg in the beginning and you're like oh well this makes all sense mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really hoping in season three we Did they we bring her back more about that or like they bring greg back because she's dead obviously but they like show what greg's up <laughs> to and maybe he gets his his just due his, his just due yeah
1: But Ethan Spiral, my God. Also, shout out to Theo James. He acted his ass off. Probably
0: the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, Yeah. no,
1: easily. Easily. Like, Ethan James, Aubrey Plaza. I'd even say this might be Micro Imperioli's best thing outside of Sopranos. Right,
2: probably.
1: And I think this is Aubrey Plaza's best work.
0: I don't know yet. You don't Uh, think so? I need to see that new movie. What new movie? Emily the Criminal. I mean, because oh, I've heard that's really good.
1: Okay, well, outs, outside and, of that, this is her best work. Inger goes west, Yeah, and then also
0: Ingrid goes west. I, I would put okay. it pretty close to because go Ingrid goes
1: west. Inger goes west is pretty hard. That's a good. That's a good. Movie. It's very similar character. I would no, say. it is. It is. It is. Okay, cool. Um, so that's your seven. Yeah, the only person we're missing
0: is Haley Lee Richardson's arc as the assistant, and like that dude that she meets, the ex guy. He was really good too.
1: He was. So, OK, so White Lotus is your seven or is that your six? Six. OK, that's my seven. And what do you have at six and what do you have at seven?
0: It was a banner
1: and you have Tokyo Vice at eight.
0: Yeah. So all right, very... I have Tokyo
1: Vice at six again. We've talked about it so much, but just what Michael Mann did and just taking Japan and letting all these different directors cook. Beautiful. Who would you say was your favorite Sato?
0: Probably, or would you say it, it was Ken, Ken Watanabe Nami. Yeah, I was about to say,
1: Ken Watanabe yeah. is, uh, Katagiri. Katagiri was so good, but I gotta shout out shitty policeman Miyamoto. That dude was Mr. Suave, he should have been Spike Spiegel. Like, you're telling me yeah. we found six cool Japanese actors and Netflix had to rely on fucking Harold Harold? <laughs> what? Like show, I mean, Sato and fucking Miyamoto. If you wanted a young Spike Spike, Spike or if you wanted an old Spike, both could have been it. Like fucking Yabuki, he could have been it. Like there was so many fucking cool actors and just the aesthetic of Cowboy Bebop, everything about it was right. Michael Mann should have made Cowboy Bebop. If Michael Mann would have made Cowboy Bebop, we would have got a beautiful fucking show like tokyo right. vice i just hope we get season two and see what well, we are i just hope season two is just as good as season one and i hope we more. Need people- to know
0: what happens from the first step we know what happened to Sato and we yep. know how we got to the first episode
1: episode yeah and honestly like you said we need more people to watch so the show can continue right so, so tell everyone yeah yeah that. fact. but that's my number six all right what you got at five five is peacemaker Oh, we gotta wait. <laughs> five nah. is five is euphoria. We gotta wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> four. Four I got House of the Dragon.
0: Four I got House of the Dragon. There
1: we go. Let's go! <laughs> Look at us for the ones that we were on about. We were on about House of the Dragon's a damn good show. Damn good show. House
0: of the Dragon. House of the Dragon renewed everyone everyone's faith in the Game of Thrones franchise.
1: House of the Dragon made us yeah. say, "Okay, well, cut season eight of Game of Thrones and let's just run it back."
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much, you know, the, the only the only complaint that anyone can make about House of the Dragon is that maybe we should have just let Millie Alcock and Emily Carey do the just whole continue.
1: First yeah,
0: but look, like okay. maybe maybe they should have just done the whole first season. Look, but but Emily or we should just started with Emily Darcy. I was about or to we say started there
1: because Emma Darcy is my favorite actress in the whole show. I am in love with her. Right. Well, they because she's they. I'm in love with they. they is phenomenal. Like like they is fucking incredible. Emma Darcy does a, a impeccable job as as the queen, like. I truly believe every time they step on stage, like the way that she, the, they do. Renira is just beautiful, and then Matt Smith and Patty uh Constantine as uh, as the brothers. Bravo! Yeah, Patty Constantine. Uh, I didn't know Patty was that job, good of an so actor.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. Hoping that he gets some, some Emmy roles.
1: Yeah. well, I hope he gets some roles after this. Also, shout out to Corliss Valerian. Let's give him some more fucking roles.
0: Well, he's going to be in the, the spinoff show if if they're doing. Oh that yeah, right. yeah, he's
1: going to get his own. Tr- no, true, 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 yeah. true, true, true. But I'm just saying, I hope the actor gets more. You know, more roles.
0: Right. I guess. Yeah. I guess they're going to do
1: his younger time. That's yeah. Gonna so we're going to get we're going to we're going to get a younger actor in it. John Boyega, be ready, brother. <laughs> be ready john put on, put you're, british. you're british be ready like that's like if i'm a british actor i'm like i'm trying to get in game of thrones that puts you on
0: yeah i think like the story that they ended up telling is going to be interesting Perfect. um and, and shout out of the same intrigue of, of the past and it, and it opens up us telling multiple stories in the targaryen mm-hmm. dynasty and shout out to aemon
1: they, I think out of all the out of all the kids he was the best, and just the yeah. ending of just him killing fucking that boy,
0: yeah him him his character as the oldest version is the best, but yep. uh David Tennant's uh stepson i guess is but ty Tennant
1: Wait, which one is, is ty? played? He played Aegon. Oh, he young Aegon, like, masturbating out the window. Yeah, young, anyway. yeah. <laughs> young Aegon. He was pretty good. <laughs> also, yeah, fuck the Kingmaker. But Fabian Frankel Christian did a damn. He, Fra- Fabian Frankel did a damn good job.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, I mean, he did what he did. That was really good. Is like in the first few episodes, you're like rooting for Christian Cole. You're like, oh mm-hmm.
1: yeah, this is the guy,
0: Christian Cole.
1: Cole and then yep. like by the end, you're like, fuck Christian Cole, fuck, fuck Christian, Christian Cole. Cole. <laughs> All right. So that's our number four. What you got at three? This is where I have the bear. Oh, well, we got to wait. I have Abbott Elementary at three. Okay. okay. So we
0: can talk about Abbott.
1: All right. Do you have Abbott anywhere? No. Mm-hmm. I just I just I, think in terms of comedy, it's the best comedy going. I think it does with The Office and Modern Family. And it, it takes with The Office, 30 Rock and that style did, but fuses it with the Modern Family wholesomeness. It's still, it's still funny. And it tells it from a black perspective, which I can get down with.
0: See, like my hot take on Abbott Elementary season two is that now that it is a established show, it doesn't hit every week. Mm. It did in the first season, where the first season was bars, 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 bars.
1: To that point, I binge watched it. That maybe that had an effect of like me watching it all together. Great. Because to your point, there are low moments. That is fair.
0: Yeah, exactly. But there are very high moments. Like I thought like, that's the Christmas highs. episode at the end is great. Yeah. What was it? Andre Iguodala.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah, when, oh, Curse heard me screaming like a little girl. Curse was like, who is that? I'm like, Curse, that's fucking Andre Iguodala. And then Vince Staples. Like the guest yeah. that they pull is just incredible. Like that, the the fucking season finale. I thought the episode where she dresses up as James Harden for the Halloween episode, great. I thought the attack ad where uh oh boy comes in. Um uh oh, the fucking uh, famous Barbara's actor. Old- yeah, and, from yeah. uh from Glass Onion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, I thought he was uh, great. Was it uh, Tr-
0: Leslie Odom?
1: Yeah, that, that was Leslie
0: Odom. I didn't
1: realize that. Yep. I thought when Janine takes over as principal as the teacher, I mean, not Janine when uh, Ava takes over Ava. for Janine, I thought that was a great episode. Um, I thought the story Samurai was a weak one. That was a, that was an oh boy episode. <laughs> um, I thought the juice when Melissa, where we find out about Melissa's sister, I thought that was kind of a weak episode. And like, I think episodes three, five and maybe four were weak, but six, seven, eight, they ended strong. The middle is where it's weak. Right.
0: So So, that was my only hang up on on the list because now it is just like
1: any other sitcom show. It's great though. Shout out to Abbott Elementary. I'm in love with it week in and week out. So what's your number three? Number number three, I said it was the bear. Oh, okay. All right. What's your number two? was euphoria all right let's talk about it because euphoria is my five yeah euphoria is your five so i think euphoria
0: is be- like <laughs> the best show all year I- it's, the best, like, it's the best it's the wait it's, how is
1: it the best show all year when it's not your number one
0: because well my number one defined defined
2: Oh, expectations.
1: Yeah, wait. Number one's Andor. Okay, I figured it out. (laughs) Okay, I figured out. All right. Well, I'll let you get your shit off in a little bit. But Euphoria to me is the best teen drama we've ever gotten. (laughs) Like, easily, right? Easily. But it takes the idea of a teen drama and really makes it so real. And just the way that they tell the story of addiction. It's the best version of addiction I've ever seen. Like they go through withdrawal, like the way that she's running on withdrawals. I've seen people deal go crazy off withdrawals because they, they don't know they, they're just trying to get their fix to get the pain to stop. And it, it, it articulated that so well. And then the ashtray in a uh, best storyline, chef's kiss rest in peace ashtray.
0: Right. Yeah. I think like it was sandwiched by two incredible episodes which everything in between was good. But I'm saying like that New Year's Eve episode, mm-hmm. it kicked things off, you know, put a lot of great conflict in it, introduced the Fez, my appetite See,
1: maybe that's why I have it. So it's, romance. It's, it's, the thing you said about Abbott, I could say about Euphoria in terms of the middle, it's, it's spectacular, but it's not as good as like you, what you're about to say with the New Year's and the well, ending.
0: Yeah, but my, my arguments within that is like you have some really great Sydney Sweeney meltdown within the, the middle. You have the episode where Rue's running all around
1: town. Best and that's the one that, that explains withdrawals the best. the best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there, there's some really strong episodes that it elevated itself from season one, in my opinion, because like it took what season one the layout that season one gave it, elevated it, you know, made it even more Heartbreaking in a lot of different ways. Um, uh, kind of cut out some of the characters that we care less about, if I'm being honest. Like Kat.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, she's gone. Also, I wish we would have got more um more of the girl that we love. Um Nate's ex.
2: Oh, uh,
0: yeah. But she has a good episode too. She has a good beginning at Mika Kelly's house or whatever.
1: Yeah. And and see, all the side characters, I felt like we didn't get enough of. Like Minka Kelly, the drug dealer lady. Like, I feel like that's coming in the next season.
0: Possibly, yeah. So uh, all that makes Euphoria probably one of the better ones, I wish that the middle season episode, the middle, the the, the between season one, season two episodes were both in uh, in 2022. Only the Hunter Schaefer one was. Yep. Because...
2: The Rue, the Rue
1: yeah, that would have that would have made
2: best. That would made this number one. In my
1: life. Yeah, that would have made this number one. And like I said, the way that they go through addiction, that that's in that episode, and like that that makes the running through the 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 city scene even better. Like, yeah, Euphoria is my number five. I get it. All right, so at number two, I got Peacemaker. This is yeah. this is me doing what you did with Andor. Number one, John Cena kills it. Everybody, the only thing that makes this show suck is the fact that they showed that shitty Justice League at the end. Cut that shit out! Like fuck him, like we need Peacemaker to continue onward. And I do believe he will. But just the way that we that we fell in love with a D-list character, not even a C-list, a D-F-list character. Like I'm reading the Peacemaker comic now. It, I see what James Gunn took from and made it his own. John Cena acted his ass off, but not just him. Fucking Vigilante. Vigilante became one of the most favorite yeah. characters of the year. Fred Stram, like, Freddie Strom did an incredible, incredible job. And to say he wasn't the original Peacemaker and that he didn't film any of that with them there, how they just fit him in, is nuts to me. Wait, you didn't know that? No. He was he not was the... Un... Because they had someone else cast who was like this buff, supposed to be like, yeah, the original... Vigilante looks nothing like what we got with Freddie Strong. And that's why whenever you see it, they always film him and it's like cutaway. It's always him by himself. And like when it's him there with them, they like CGI put him in there. You. you yeah, no, blew my mind. Sh- Freddie Stroma did a great job. Uh, Jennifer Holland as Hardcore did a damn good job. Then uh, Danielle Brooks is out of bio, did a damn good job. Robert Patrick made us hate him for the racist that he was. And inc- incredible job in in Wudui uh, Uwuji as Myrn. Phenomenal, phenomenal as Myrn. Like this entire cast was great. There was no weak link of the cast. Also, shout out to uh, John Economos.
2: Yeah.
0: So I mean, I think like with Peacemaker, you best superhero show of the year. Easy. Easy. Yeah, easily the best superhero show of the year. Um, in a year where like Marvel completely just shit the bed all over the place. Peace I'm shocked you didn't have here. no
1: Loki love. I'm shocked you didn't show no Loki love. It wasn't, it was out this year. That wasn't this year? That was out last year. This year Bob, it was
0: Miss Marvel. Falcon uh, Winter
1: Soldier didn't drop this year either.
0: No. Nah, oh, no, year.
1: you're right. You're right. That was all last was year. Moon
0: Knight. Moon yeah, Night this Ms. was the shitty year. All shield. Guy.
1: Yeah, Hawkeye ended.
0: Hawkeye,
1: Hawkeye Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, which She-Hulk got canceled, by the way.
2: <laughs> I did it. Yeah,
1: you didn't see. They they kind of swept that under the rug. <laughs> yeah, She-Hulk's canceled, and right now they're having issues with Echo. They might just put the Echo shit in the Daredevil show, because like Echo's having problems. Yep, She-Hulk reportedly Whoa. canceled. Yep.
2: Yep, yep, she'll yep be in yep, Daredevil.
1: Yeah, she'll be in Daredevil. Like both Echo and She will be in Daredevil, but I'm pretty sure they're canceling Echo. That's like the that's like the rumor right now. Because it's not working. Well, look, look it up because they're filming it and there's having major issues. They had to like take a break. Oh yeah, no, wow. Echo,
2: Echo. Yeah, release yeah though, delete.
1: Yep, it's having issues. They might not even finish it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that that shit that's been slid under the rug because even though people jump on DC every time there's an issue, Marvel's having big issues right now and no one's talking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when we get to the movie list too, I
1: mean, there's none. There's zero, none. My number one, The Bear. To make a show about chefs and to make it realistic and to do all the family dynamic with Cousin and just to make us fall in love with these characters, it was the show that took everybody by surprise. Like, everyone was talking about the bear. Did you see the bear? Did you see the bear? People are making spaghetti like the bear. People are making meats like the bear. Just Jeremy Allen White became now, I don't want to say an A-list actor, but became an actor that everybody wants to see what he's doing next. He, if his next thing smashes, he then moves himself into a category with, the Kaluuyas with the Pat, like he puts himself there. No one thought he would have been there. Everybody thought he was going to be just the TV guy. If his next movie works, which is he's in the Zach Efron movie, the wrestling movie, which I'm shocked about, but if that works in season two, of the bear works, he's going to take off like a rock.
2: Yeah.
0: And you know, I guess we could say that Yvonne Moss,
1: uh, Bacharach had. He oh, be
0: big year best actor because he was in both <laughs> of our number
1: ones. Yeah, he was. He's in your number one of Andor.
0: Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I definitely am with you on the bear. I think it was phenomenal. That's why I had him at three. The one thing I the would- The biggest surprise. List is, like, is that three through one, it could be a number one for anyone. But oh, I, I agree. Are- oh, well,
1: actually, I wouldn't put Abbott at one, but I would say Euphoria, House of the Dragon, Peacemaker and the Bear are all interchangeable. Euphoria would stay at number like at three, four. But like Euphoria could have easily been number one. Peacemaker could have been one, and House of the Dragon could have been one.
0: Yeah, um, and, and what put Andor over the top for me was because you took something that was totally in a in a year where you had Book of Boba and Kenobi something and that shouldn't was- have worked. The, the, you know, those were the two that everyone was the most excited for. And Andor is this one where everyone's like, oh, well, what are we going to do here? For it to completely. Something de- that I thought was a dumpster like,
1: fire and killed.
0: Yeah. To completely redefine what you can do in the realm of Star Wars. It's completely unbelievable what they were able to accomplish.
1: Mm hmm. 100%. Right. Bro, for Andor to be the best Star Wars show in the year of Obi-Wan, says how good that show is. Right. Like 1,000%. Right. Right. I get it. All right, let's get to movies. I had to fill up my water because the TV list took a long time. Schubert was right. Glad we did TV first. All right, let's get through the movies, which I'm interested to see what you put because I don't because like you said, me and you talked more TV this year than we normally do. Cause you didn't want, because you watched all your I, movies at the I, end. that's snuck them in. Yeah, I snuck yeah. In. <laughs> Hopefully, 2023 has more movies that intrigue you, so we can talk about them as they come, and you don't have to be bogged down at the end.
2: Um,
1: my man watched yeah, like so. ten movies in two weeks.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I had a little I had a little drawer at work. I put it in there. Put a little <laughs> in there. And Just like, a
1: note, like check, check. <laughs> well, honorable mention, I have RRR, which like kind of revolutionized action. It's a Bollywood film. Uh a lot of people love it. And I think bad, that yeah. I think that you need to watch it before like we do, before like February, you need to watch it. Because what it did for action, the way that it like revolutionized in like kind of showed, hey, action can be fun without being super serious like all of this, then, yeah, no, it was great. So, RRR, shout out to you. You got any honorable yeah. mentions?
0: Honorable mention for me. I mentioned Do Revenge earlier. I feel like it was a really good Netflix uh, young adult <laughs> drama with a girl from Riverdale, Camilla Mendez, I think her name is, and then Maya Hawk they did a really great job in their their thing I also the young adult show a movie that i saw from amazon emergency i really liked Uh, about the the past that white girl and with black eyes you remember what i'm talking about
1: uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. on amazon Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: i don't know if i ever even watched it was it good
0: yeah it it was pretty good and um And then my one that just didn't make it for me was Turning Red.
1: You didn't put your ass. You didn't put Turning Red on the list? Turning Red made my list. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Turning Red's pretty pretty fucking high on my list. (laughs) Damn. Turning Red was one of the best movies this year. This is
2: like...
0: you probably have Northman in there too, and I did not put Northman
1: This there. is This is like you saying Tom Cruise wasn't a top 15 actor and putting Brad Pitt at like 14.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was a good bro, movie.
1: Just I swear make to it. God, if you got licorice pizza in your top 10 or Red Rocket in your top 10, yeah. we gonna argue. <laughs> yeah. Alright.
0: The, the, the outside looking for me was Turning Red and Northman.
1: All right, all right, fair enough. Both of those made it.
0: Honestly, honestly couldn't get into the North, man, but I'll let you talk about it. it. All
1: right, well, what you got at 10?
0: 10, I have Fresh.
1: Oh, okay, Fresh is honorable mention for me. Fresh was good.
0: I I really enjoyed Fresh. I thought it was worth being into the list for me. Um, I thought uh, Sebastian Stan did a really great job playing the psychotic... (laughs) Um, you know... We didn't mention him, but he had a big year this year. He did have a big year.
1: Because um, Pam and Tommy yeah, came I, out.
0: He, yeah, I thought that movie was really surprising for me. I did not see it until yeah, real recently, mm-hmm. even though it's been out for a long time. And then, because I was like, oh, yeah, it's just not going to be it's all okay. that. And then I watched it, and I was like, that' was a really great We're movie. yeah.
1: Sebastian yeah, Stan had the 10. 355, Sebastian, and Pam and Tommy all came out this year, yeah. which... And we didn't give so sabbat- We didn't give Pam and Tommy no love, but it was OK. It was nothing, nothing to go home
0: about. I mean, when you're competing against things like those shows, Time, which is yeah, like similar.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, no, there was too many good shows. All right. And number 10 for me, I know this is going to sound crazy, but when I made this list, it wasn't about what was my favorites. It was about what were the best movies along with my favorites. Bullet Train at number 10.
0: All right. Talk about it. I had a nine.
1: All right great movie, just you know, so a, a lot of issues. Like, it was a little bit all over the place. Like, I loved it, and I thought it was an awesome action movie, but I could get how some people can't get behind it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I had it. I was like, I was like mm, it's better than Fresh because it's more of an epic, and we it has love great it. actors in it.
1: It's, it's a perfect and it was- Lyndon and Schubert movie. It's just... Yeah, it was exciting, but like <laughs> and like, honestly, the best part of the movie was everything to do with Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh Brian Tyree Henry. Everything else was kind of right. like Tangerine and Lemon were the best. Like, I would have loved yeah, to know more exactly. about Bad Bunny's like being an assassin or like some of the other assassins, like going as in depth into them as we did Brian Tyree Henry in tangerine but we just didn't so like you know like andrew koji could have used a like 10 more minutes of like the stuff with him and his dad could have used more explanation joey king needed way more explanation like they just made joey king like this a US also saw it coming from exactly like you're they,
2: like,
0: they did hide like, i know exactly who joey king is like yep
1: Exactly. And I just thought like Zazie beats character as the Hornet could have gotten more screen time. Like there was just certain things. Also, I thought Sandra Bullock would have been bad. Like I thought they were going to turn on him. Like there were things that just could have happened that probably should have happened.
0: Yeah. So you were expecting that, like they set him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the way they made it seem the whole movie.
0: I don't know. I liked it better the way that they did it, where like it was an accident, because it just plays into his luck thing. True, like, no, this that's would a be the job that he would have to pick that have,
1: That's a good point, but I when loved it.
0: Was, it. Oh, when it was, yeah, I,
1: I, I thought it was Ryan great.
0: Reynolds, the person that it was mm-hmm. supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> to me, this was a we need movies like this. Like I think this falls in the same category as Nice Guys. Granted, nowhere near as good as Nice Guys. Like it falls. It's like the gentleman, wrath of man. It falls into that Guy Ritchie nice guys type action movie. Like I would say, it would go nice guys, the gentleman, bullet train, Wrath of Man. Like this is better than Wrath of Man,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And Wrath of Man was good. Like we fucking love Wrath of Man.
0: And I'll admit, with like so some of the honorable mentions that I had, it's like what you said. Some of them may be better movies. Like obviously, the North, North Bend is a better movie.
1: But this is just and a I favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I feel 100%. Like That's why I had to preface with this is my favorite. I'm putting it here because I like it. I acknowledge that there's better movies which I'm tell to deal with. Sucks. Right. Sucks and sucks, chump. Sucks and sucks. This is the Bros Venge Award and we're giving out. We'll be get it. And Bullet Train deserves some fucking love.
0: Yeah. So I mean that that was my nine, so you have to say your
1: nine. Oh, my nine? Okay. So my nine, you'll probably have this higher. The unbearable weight of massive talent. what with the Nicholas Cage, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just thought that this was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I thought inside of the Nick Cage songs, this might have been the best one. And I think yeah. what it I think what it did in terms of uh being very meta and like fourth wall breaking with Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage, I just thought it was a good story.
0: I'll I'll say this: I definitely a lot of people put like Confess Fletch is one of their things. I liked, I definitely liked Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent better than. Oh, Fletch.
1: way more than Fletch! What people fucked with Fletch? Yes, like I liked it more like than Wonderland too. Yeah.
2: I mean, and I might movie. have liked
1: it more than Pig. Mm. It, it was just a good movie. Like critically, it has a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. And you know, I don't like to shout out to the critics, but this one time where the critics agree with me, I'm going to shout them out.
0: <laughs> it was done very well. Like, you know, obviously when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, I probably could have put that in the 10.
1: I thought you would have put it at 10. That's what I thought. I thought we would have been right yeah. there at the same spot.
0: I don't know. I feel like you know a lot of these movies I never got like experience the full sit-down. Mm. You know? So mm, okay. Was just, that was probably where this is like, one that should that should have happened. happened. Yeah. It's not on, it... it's on one that I, when I watched, I was like, oh damn. Cause yeah, it like, has a 87 else for
1: me. 87 critic like, score, 87 audience score. It was good, man. For for me, from eight to one, as
0: we continue every time I Every time I finished the movie, I was like, oh,
1: dang. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> like,
0: that, so that's where it is, where like Bullet Train and Fresh, I just really enjoyed.
1: Gotcha. Well, see, bu- I- I'll say this, Bullet Train and Unbearable Way to Massive Talent are movies that I enjoy. Everything else I know is a fucking banger. So <laughs> let- let's get it. What you got at seven? I-, I hope we're reading or each other's mind. My- or eight, yeah. Eight is Black Phone. Oh, shit. Blackphone didn't make my list.
0: See, Phone was good. Ethan Hawk did an incredible job as the serial killer. I thought the kids did, did a really great job in acting in the role. And it was just something that was completely surprising to me. And just, I didn't expect it. Um, and when the movie was over, I was like, damn, that, that was really good.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So, I'm not mad at that. Like I said, the horror, horror had a great year. Horror did. This was a big horror year. At number eight, I have pray. Do you have that higher? 13. Damn, you didn't put pray on your list? My God, talk about the perfect way to do. Predator. It gave the blueprint on how to do Predator in the future. I want a Predator set in Japanese, in Japanese feudal Japan. I want a Predator set in medieval knights. I want a Predator set in Sparta. Like you can bring them to all these different warrior classes and it works. The, I just remember the scene of the brother shooting the bow and arrows and pulling it out of him, sliding and stabbing. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then the fight at the end, beautiful. I just thought, pray. The same way how Bullet Train told a good action movie, I think Prey revitalized a whole franchise and genre of action movies with how good it is in showing you can set some of these action movies in time periods and they fucking work.
0: Yeah. That that was Prey was a, a genre redefiner and, and you know, a franchise redefiner for Predator. So I yep. agree with that. I mean, it was pretty spectacular. Prey was they my did. shit. And to have it the an entire Apache version, I think, I thought was pretty cool.
1: Beautiful, man. And they, they stayed true to the Native American culture. And I thought all the fight scenes were some of the best fight scenes of the year. Like I said, I I just remember the brother gliding across his knees, shooting bow and arrows damn near point blank and pulling them out and then stabbing them with the air. Like, bro, that shit was beautiful.
0: Yeah, and like the, the French dudes getting murdered. Murphed, getting
1: murdered. Not working, bro. Fuck
0: no. Uh, no, so that was your eight? Yeah, it's my eight. Alright, so we're at seven for me. I had X at seven.
1: Uh, okay, you really went super into the horror. I have none of these.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we, we haven't talk, talked about Mia goth earlier. This was, like, super surprising as a horror movie. Um, You know, it was. what's crazy about it is that the horror stuff wasn't even the best stuff it was that first 30 40 minutes of them like in the 80s porno stuff you know doing their porno stuff uh Jenna ortega mm-hmm. and like in her arc with it and with the <laughs> character dynamics <K-cuddy>, yeah. <laughs> so all that was really great um the dynamic of me being both Old and young, and then playing that character again in Pearl uh, was a pretty remarkable feat for her. Obviously, I mentioned that, but X in itself is just like a movie that is all all break or all gas, no breaks. That's
1: fair. No nah, look, break. I'm not mad at it. I I, I yeah, think sure. X might be the best horror film of the year. It's up there. That's that's where I have it. Yeah, I think it's the best.
0: Unless you count Nope as a horror movie.
1: No, I don't. So yeah, X is the best horror movie of the year. So I I can see why you have it on the list. Makes sense. All right, so that's your eight? Mm, Seven. That's your seven. All right. My seven is the North man. <laughs> okay. like, Robert Eggers just made a beautiful film, man. About the fucking Vikings. I just see him on top of that fucking building screaming like a fucking wolf. <laughs> and just the fucking Anya Taylor joy speaking in tongues, praying on that damn boat. Like, that movie was just good to me. I can't. I can't tell you what it was. It was a roller coaster, and I was on that fucking roller coaster from start to finish. <laughs> I saw it in theaters. See, you saw it at your house. I saw it in theaters. I saw, that changed I saw things.
2: It on
0: the phone, man. Dude. Oh like, yeah, no, 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 no. Majority no. of these things I saw it on a phone.
1: No, see, that makes it's a, sense. It's like that's like, the thing. I saw Prey in my big ass living room TV, surrounded, surrounded. I saw The Northman in theaters, IMAX. IMAX? Like, Schubert, it changes things. You needed to see The North Man in IMAX and you'd have got it. You'd have got it. I
0: think every, I think every movie on this list besides my number five, my number one, and my number three You saw on your something. phone.
1: Yeah, that that does it a disservice. <laughs> that does it a disservice. But hey, you got it done. I applaud it. But yeah, no, Northman, I think Alexander Skarsgård had one of the best performances of the year. I thought the way Robert Eggers shot it was just beautiful. Like I said, I saw it in IMAX. The the just seeing all the the fucking zoom ins and all the like background Viking faces and then when you get the close ups on his face you see the pain in it like nah man this shit was fucking crazy and also shout out to Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe both those old men fucking killed it yeah
0: that was a part of why I put Ethan Hawke in there for actor for me was uh, just black his, phone in this yeah his, his, black phone and then the scene that he had in North and great. when he gets killed. I was yep. like,
1: great. <laughs> wow. Fucking great. He did a damn good job. So yeah, that's my seven.
0: Yeah. So we're at six now. Six is the movie I told you about that. I really enjoyed the outfit.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. 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 Talk yeah, about it.
0: With, uh, with Zoe Doug. Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. Uh, Isn't this the, what's the spy movie? That we really like. No, it's um, it's about mobsters, pretty much in Chicago. Yeah, but like, Mark, oh, it's about
1: mobsters. Okay,
0: Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance Oh, D.O.B. is a, in. Yeah, Dylan Brian, but I, the other guy, what's his name? Uh,
1: um, Johnny Flynn.
0: No, no Johnny Flynn. Gosh, talking about?
1: So, there's someone I, I really guess like? Johnny
0: Flynn was the guy I was thinking of. I thought, I thought. Um.
1: Yeah, there's nobody that it, we oh, really he like in here. Name? That like, no, man.
0: Oh, well, then it was Johnny Flynn. I'm just tripping.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the cast. I'm, like, I'm look, like, who's he talking about that we really like? I'm trying to see. I thought you were I mean, talking about really DOB. Dumb, yeah, it's DOB. That's who I thought you were talking about.
0: Yeah, and he does a really good job. But, you know, Johnny Flynn does a pretty terrific job. Zoe Dutch and Mark Rylands. So, Mark Rylands pretty much like um, a tailor in Chicago. Oh. I
2: mean, he's,
0: he's just a tailor in Chicago. But he has like a checkered past that you really don't find out about until the end. Okay of, like, why he's in Chicago, why he's a British tailor in Chicago. Um, and, uh...
1: I'm gonna watch
0: The gangster in Chicago is like, oh, yeah, this guy this guy is the best tailor in town. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I fuck with him.
1: I'm and reading so, the plot so, like, right
0: now. Uh, Dylan O'Brien plays, like, a son, and so they um, end up getting into his shop one night after, like, a shootout or something, and they know that he can like help them mm. set up and stuff like that. So, but pretty much the whole movie is in this tailor shop.
1: So he turns into uh, like fucking, player. he turns into fucking, what's his name from nobody? Like, oh shit, he's not just a tailor. <laughs> well, it's not even like Mark Rylance doing like major action stuff.
0: It's mm. all kind of like very intelligent conversations. That he does in, in the situation of the conversations or like, you know, even. Of lighting up, opportune fire and stuff like Real. that.
1: Okay. So it all so takes place in this tape. Okay. Damn. You said it's, it's like, like a play. play. I need to watch this. Out, like a play. Okay. Yeah, and it's, on,
0: it's on Amazon. It should be.
1: All right. I'll check that out. All right. So that's your number six. Yes. All right. My number six is Turning Red. I don't know how you don't have this on here. <laughs> Turning Red was an incredible, incredible animated movie telling the story of this young girl dealing with puberty and like dealing with an embar- a mom that embarrassed her. So she turned into this big red monster. See, I don't know. I had an, a mom who, when I was younger, I was embarrassed by. So I related to this a lot and like, I got it. And then getting older is you accepting your mom for who she is and loving her. That's this whole movie and them coming to grounds with that loving boy bands. Like this just felt like our childhood growing up because it was about basically a kid in the late 90s, early 2000s growing up. And I just saw a lot of what we knew of girls growing up in this movie. So it's very relatable. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty great. It, it best just, animated uh, movie of the year. Best, that, that's definitely not an anime.
0: best animated movie of the year. That's for sure.
1: Yep. So shout out to Turning Red. That's my number six. Couldn't make the top five. The top five is for special movies.
0: Yeah. Again, once we get into like the five, I feel like anything in my top five could be someone's one.
1: Oh, some I just, was gonna say not my one.
0: <laughs> I think well, we obviously have the same one. Maybe. Okay, well, if, if, if you maybe, then we then we don't.
1: <laughs> no, nah, we do. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> okay. uh,
0: but so so number five six. for me is where oh you already I did have, your six okay yeah. Number five for me is where I have everything everywhere all at once.
1: Oh, you tripping? We gotta talk about that later.
0: You clown. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like everyone, it, it could be different in order, but for me, I this is where I have everything everywhere all at once. You, yeah, my guy, just is tripping. Because, I got. Oh
1: no! Wait, wait. wait because sometimes,
0: that, just because that movie, sometimes you can get money jumbled. And it gets God, lost, that's where, like, you got to follow it. else where the next four, are like, defined, like it. Maybe okay, you're engaged to know where you are the whole time.
1: Well, my number five is nope. That's. Oh wait. Mm, all right, we'll wait. So all right, at number four, number, what you got? Number four.
0: Let's see have it. top guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> all right we can acknowledge that top gun is the fourth best movie of the year fuck yeah yes. all right it was great man shout out to danger tom zone. cruise the danger zone like i loved everything about it uh miles teller i think this was his best performance of the year better than the offer i thought he killed it like right. and, but the, the the scene stealer the person who was was glenn powell yeah 100 percent Glenn Powell killed um, it. Yeah, I thought
0: Jennifer Connelly as the love interest worked.
1: Even though yeah, she was, was not in was the first about. movie.
0: I was like, how is that going to work? Yeah, <laughs> They I was tried like, how to is make it work? seem like she
1: was in the first movie. She was not. <laughs> was she supposed to be Bell Palmer's daughter? No, she was not. They She yeah. was actual character. Different she was an actual character in the first movie, but she was like in the bar, bro. She was like Someone yeah. who was like not even in there, really, like gotcha like i'm a, yeah. I'm gonna figure out top Gun Jennifer her name's Penny, yeah, okay, wait. so here we go. Mm-hmm. was Penny in the first is she in the first film? Kelly McGinnis, uh, yeah, they said she was yeah, no, they said Jennifer Cooley was, uh, turns out that she was in the first film. She was just in the bar or some shit. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, but I thought the the way that All the fight, the pilot scenes were incredible. The way Tom Cruise did all those flight simulators. Like Miles Teller said, nah, he makes you do them stunts. And Miles Teller was like, that shit was a lot. (laughs) Also, shout out to my guy, Jay Ellis. He did a damn good job too. The black guy. I think I did a really great
0: job of like, not rehashing what has been done before, Mm -hmm. making it...
1: It felt
0: fresh. Interesting way that that makes sense to the character development of Tom Cruise's character. And with, you know, Miles Teller being Goose's son, creating the tension in a way that isn't just because like he was in there when his dad died, like having, he got real issues. Oh yeah. I tried, I tried to be this father figure in a way that like when Meg Ryan died, like I I was there for you. This thing that that she wanted to do, but I'm not going to tell you that because like, I don't want you to resent your mother.
1: Yep, exactly. But then she finds, but he finds out in the end. So,
0: yeah. And you know, it, I mean, was it was great. great. I, I didn't ex- Chris I didn't McQuarrie did a damn good job. Saying, like I legit gasped when he got shot down. Like both both of them when they both got shot down, I was like, I, I
2: gasped. I
1: didn't I like, think that what? was gonna happen. Yep. <laughs> like just every every choice that Chris McQuarrie made was just perfect. But
0: I didn't know. Glenn Powell was going to come save their ass.
1: Oh yeah, duh, <laughs> duh. He was the. That's why I wasn't trying to spoil too much because it's on Paramount. But duh, yeah. he had to. He he was what they wanted Ice Man to do for Goose. Like it was the right. right way. It was like what was supposed to happen. Also, Val Kilmer dies off screen. If you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's the only one I'll say I'll spoil. But you know everything else, you go watch.
0: Um... Uh, I hey, so you got no three. Idea.
1: Three three is where I have glass onion. Hey, we just hey hey, mama mia, we reading minds. We just really only had note and everything all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So Glass Onion? What a beautiful fucking movie, Schubert. The first I read someone's like dissertation on this. The first one is about old money and dealing with immigration and just how old money affects just different social classes in the fight between old money and the inheritance shit. Whereas glass onion is new money and trying to get to the bag and cutting out friends just to get to the bag and how there's not real friends. Everything's really fake. It's about sucking on the golden titty as they said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Any idiot can get rich.
1: Any idiot can get rich. Exactly. It doesn't take brains. And then to make this so different from the first one to where not only is Janelle Monet's character, the sister, like, I, I can't say, you we go spoiler, 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 spoiler for your last morning, spoiler. The fact that Janelle Monet is not the character we think she is, but she committed suicide and her and Benoit Blanc were in on this to get the truth out. Beautiful. And the fact that she ruins him, like not by, getting the case solved that she killed her sister. No, by showing that this fucking idiotic thing he made is deadly and exploding his whole thing and killing his stock. That's a fate worse than jail or death. That's embarrassment. That is just losing everything you thought you got. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: I think the middle of the movie where we see the major twist, that's when like, that was where it all came, came together. To I was yeah. like, oh, this, this is great. <laughs> um, cause, I, Cause I did not see it coming. Not,
1: I not didn't see games. that coming either. No, not at all. And like, they were like, the crazy thing is they were saying Janelle Monet killed, Janelle Monet killed, Janelle Monet killed. And when you figure out what really happened, it's like, holy shit, this makes so much sense. <laughs> and then yeah, Ed, like- I didn't think Ed Norton's guy was the killer either at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I, I, I I didn't, I thought you thought
1: you good. saw you so you saw that coming i didn't see that coming People i
0: thought it was before me but yeah i did not think it was
1: good but it makes sense but now because everyone else everyone else wanted to kill him but couldn't and they weren't gonna do it so he was the one who had to do it and in the early
0: part before the twist when Dave bautista dies i was like Ooh.
1: What? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. And when he saw his bitch Imagine getting him. fucked, I was like, oh, Dave! <laughs> I
0: was like, damn, Whiskey, whiskey is like out here. <laughs> yeah, she was. Like, she he
1: yeah, she does. Also, and finding out that Dave Batista asked her to do that, I was like, oh, shit. And then Catherine Hahn, she would have got Fucking impeached. She all up in the shits. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I can't be here. I can't be here. Nah, bitch, you down? And that shit exploded. She got all of y'all. All
0: right. So glass yeah, on you uh,
1: three.
0: <laughs> I'm running on one AirPod now, so we gotta run oh, through this.
1: Cool. All right, we'll talk more glass on you next week.
0: <laughs> uh, so two is where you have every everything, everything, everywhere all at once, and I have nope. Nope. Um, yep. Everything all talk, at once was just a beautiful movie, man. We talked about Nope at length. The reason I put it at two is because I think, outside of one, that it was, was the best movie. I, Real okay.
1: See, and I that's where that was, that's where I feel outside of number one, I I felt everything all at once was the best movie. So we we literally just feel the same about two different movies. And I think
0: it's mainly because we love the choices that both. Directors made.
1: made, Yeah. 100%. And And
0: I just think that I was in world building.
1: I just think I was so shocked by everything all at once that it just blew me away. And you can say the same thing for Nope. Like Nope was the exact same way. Like it was both, both beautiful movies. Both could be two, both could be five. They're both that good to where they could switch either one. And I get, and you could have the complaint of one feels jumbled and you could say that the other one feels a little jumbled as well at times. Like you could say the same thing for both, but yeah, in different, like, jumbled in different ways.
0: I think like one, one criticism for people of Nope, they may not fully understand why the monkey stuff is yeah, it's so going important. on. Yeah. Um, but on the flip of it, I
1: really love those scenes. The, some of the best I, in the whole movie. So. And, and you could say that the, the time jumping around and everything all at once is jarring, but Th- that has to be in the movie for you to get to the ending and everything makes sense. Yeah. So, but number one, yeah, and the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing needed to explain. It's just the fucking Batman, man. <laughs> it's
0: the best movie that we saw all
1: year. All year. Yeah. And it's not even, it's not even that it's superhero, that it's Batman. At its core, it's a detective noir movie that just does detective noir shit beautifully.
0: Right. I mean it, it tells a really great detective story with like a really captivating villain. Yep. Um, and, you know very much your typical noir of what what we could say like a Chinatown.
1: Exactly. Um, it's, it, it, is, like- it is Chinatown in seven. But then Batman at the same saying. time. And like the soundtrack is beautiful. The cinematography is beautiful. The way that the fucking city looks in the muck is fucking beautiful. The lights, the way like I just think of the diner scene looking outside where the light, the neon lights are glimmering on the diner that Paul Dano's at, and when all the cops go in, and then when the key's looking out and sees the Batman and the light shining off of him, it's just beautiful. Catwoman was great. Colin Farrell's Penguin was great. Fucking Gordon was great. There's no weak part in any of this cast.
0: Right. And for it to do something that has never been done in Batman is hard to do with so many other Batman retellings. But like the yep. time frame that we're dealing with, it was original, new. new. The fact original. that they told
1: a detective story in Batman that hadn't been done before, new. Like, like you said, for it to tell a story that we've been reading forever that we might've seen in the animated series that's never been told on the big screen. And for it to work, beautiful. And for it to still be comic booky, but still be grounded at the same time, but not like Nolan, where you could take the Batman thing away and it still works. This movie, you can't take Batman away. You can't. Right. So, like that's what makes this great. So shout out to Matt Reeves. Yeah. I
0: mean, uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but we we, we reviewed fully it. Yeah. it. I'll
1: put the, I'll look for it and put the link in there. I'll put the nope review and the Batman review links in here. Yeah.
0: Because I know you what you and Little Reg did no brain. Right? Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah. I wish I would
0: have seen it in theaters. Sure.
2: You should
1: have! Like, oh we gotta get you in theaters for 2023. No phone
0: viewing in well, 2023. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to see Avatar this weekend.
1: Oh, you're going to see that? I heard it's mid, but you can tell us about it it next week. You heard it's not? Oh, well, Hubert will tell us about it next week because Lynn not going to see it. I know some of y'all may be like, where's Wakanda? Where's Dr. Strange? No, 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 (laughs) Black Adam. No, but hey, I heard the flash. I heard the flash is like really good. (laughs) They're putting Uh, the trailer. They're putting the trailer for the Super Bowl.
0: W- wanted to see Babylon, but then I, I did not realize I didn't one, get a chance.
1: It yeah, it was three hours. Three I couldn't. Two. I didn't have time. I'll talk about it next week. I'll go watch it this weekend. But I just, I didn't have three hours to spend on Christmas. I couldn't. I had too much shit to do. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but no, I, I, I convinced my girlfriend that we were going to go see a movie, and then like we just ended up just staying at home
1: watching
0: I. Hey, you made the right. We weren't going to sit through a three-hour movie. And, Glass Onion yeah, was the best. Hey.
1: It was amazing. <laughs> so, but I'll watch Babylon uh, this weekend and let you know how it is. All
0: right, um, real quick, let's run through uh, the with the other categories. You know, best director, you had. I had Matt Reeves, Reeves. I had Peel. Um, act, actor in a movie, you had Pattinson. I had yep. Cruise. Mm-hmm. Actress, you had Palmer. Keke I had Mia Goth. Yep, yep, yep. Um TV actor, we TV I had, actor, John I had had Jeremy, Jeremy Allen. White. White.
1: Yep. We both
0: had Zendaya. And then Actress TV, we both had Zendaya.
1: Best returning show. I had Abbott. You had uh and I had uh Euphoria.
0: Euphoria. Yeah.
1: And then uh Best Debut. I we both Miss had your advice Yeah, we both had took your advice. Yep. So and then our list—you right. can go listen to <laughs> best TV show you yeah. had and/or I had the Bear and best movie we both had the uh, the Batman.
0: And if you want to see my list through twenty, it's on Letterbox.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna put my list on Letterbox as well. Where do you follow you at? Tell them you me your Uh,
0: my Letterbox is at, at BWT.
1: All right, yeah, mine's at Limbwt. You can follow Bros You think at Bros You think uh, right now the wrestling, uh, the Workshoot Show awards are out. Uh, the Bros Who Think Awards will be next week. This week, the Bros Who Think podcast is out. We had to talk about what's going on in the world. We'll do the awards next week. And then the Anime Talk Awards will be out this weekend. So you'll have all the award shows out by next Wednesday. But the genre awards will be out by Saturday. So all of them. And uh, the One Piece manga reviews will be out as well. A lot of content's dropping uh, between now when you hear this and Sunday. So just be on the lookout youtube spotify wherever you get the content
0: at all right um well thanks for listening to the bros who binge awards this year we'll be back uh next week we're going to talk glass onion more in depth than any other thing that comes across we'll probably talk most anticipated as well
1: yeah i gotta talk most anticipated and then glass onion and Maybe I'll get you to start watching Monster. If not for the next week, like I said, only twenty right. minutes. You could probably watch the first episode. It's I, great. I can. I have time. Yeah, forget yeah. Monster review on Bros Who Binge. First, we're doing two a week because we got to do two. Next week it starts. It's so good, Schubert. I promise you, you're gonna fucking love it. All right, but yeah, that's everything. All
0: right. Well, thanks for listening to the, to the Bros Who Binge this year, and we'll be back again. In 2023, hopefully be- bigger and better than yes, ever. Yes, sir. Um, so I hope everyone out there has a great New Year's, and as always, keep binging.